you are about to enjoy in It Takes Three Network Podcast. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy. Oh, sorry. The Crab Shack is hiring. The hottest spot in Newport Beach for summertime work. We're looking to fill all positions. Come join our highly motivated team and help us serve up some of the best food on the pier together this summer. We're together. We're together in the same room. It's awesome. We should take a picture. We should take a picture. <laughs> okay, we'll get a picture. We'll get, we'll get Aunt. We'll get a picture to, for Aunt. But we're really excited because one, we're together. Yeah. And I didn't think this day was going I to I was come. just going to say that. I didn't think we would be able to be together, at least for this finale. Yeah. And we are. And, and we, it's really special because it's a really intense, emotion-driven finale and it's good that we can like see each other in person and like read off you know what's the summary of what happened tonight yeah and experience Uh, it together yeah yeah we did experience it together the first time i watched it oh my god that's true but i don't even like remember (laughs) it was like watching the episode for the first time even though i remembered what happened in the last two minutes or five minutes of the episode I do and I don't. Yes, I know what you're saying. (sighs) Yeah. But we're Let's Talk OC. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're obviously talking about season three, episode 25, The Graduates. If you don't know what happens in season four and you don't want to continue listening for this episode because we're going to get deep into the finale and we're we're just going to get into it. And if you feel you're thinking a different way and you don't want spoilers, then stop this episode and watch season four, episode one, and then you can come back and listen to this. Just wanted to put it out there. You never know. You never know. It. We just wanted to put that out there as kind of a uh, a little note. Yeah, and you. we did have in when we do questions and comments, like there are people that watched it and didn't know what happened and you know, put up season four and they're like, oh shit. Okay. Right. Now I know things are, you know, happening and confirmed. And now I know what's going to happen. Confirm. That's the Confirmed. best way to put it. So even though, you know, what we're saying, it's hard to, it's hard to go past that, bypass it. So we have to talk about it. We have to we talk, about, have to talk it. about it. Right. <laughs> and so if you don't know how season four picks up, and you don't want the resolution and confirmation of what we're going to talk about in the end of this episode, then just hit pause right now, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah. All right. Season three, episode 25, The Graduates. Original air date, May 18th, 2006. Written by Josh Schwartz and Bob De Laurentiis. It was directed by Ian Twainton. Twainton. I love that last name. Twainton. Twainton. I know, it's fun. <laughs> Again, it makes me think of Tinker Toys, and yeah. I don't know why. A summary, graduation day is here. Marissa decides college isn't the right choice right now and decides instead to live and leave with Jimmy and work overseas on a boat. However, Volchuk has unfinished business with Ryan and Marissa. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The scoop of the week provided by our friend Mike. 
our ice cream correspondent. So cute. So cute. We're so glad you're with us. He chose mint chocolate chip this week because this one more for the color than the flavor. I wanted something that was green because it was my high school color. Also, green symbolizes spring. That's also our high school color. Yes, green and white. Yep. Spring is the time of year where the earth transitions from winter to summer. In this episode, we have the transition of the characters from teenagers to adults. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. Again, home run, always. Right, like transition, you know, young to old. Yeah. More mature, you hope, more mature. You hope. You hope, but uh, that's great, Mike. You're always great. He always just hits it out of the park. Oh, okay. I watched this episode twice, by the way. Back to back. Did your views change at all, or you just kind of watched it? So I watched it originally to gather my notes and my thoughts, yeah. which is just complete crying. Me like, too. From start to finish. I, I told Liz off off uh, mic that I had a cry counter. I was like, oh, let's see how it... And then when I look back, it's pretty much the entire episode. Yeah. Um, You're not alone. I know. But then I watched it again because Aunt was like, oh, I need to watch because I want to make comments and all of that. Right. And I was like, okay, okay. So then I watched again and crying all over again. I mean, I just, it was the next day. It's just because it's just, the music. Love, the music's great. The music's perfect. Yeah. Uh, but it's you. they're the little babies, you know? You I never want to watch them in turmoil or... And also proud of them, And then, it's, and then, it's, and then it's happiness, too. Yeah. yeah like, the graduation, yeah. I cried the most. It's Imogene Heap's fault. It's Imogene <laughs> Heap's fault. I cried the absolute most. As soon as I heard the beginning of the song, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Speeding cars, I love you so much. And I... That was it for me. And then Ju- we'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, Julie, yeah. icing on the cake. Yes. All right. So the episode opens. It's nighttime. Ryan is in the pool house. He's watching TV. He's uneasy. He's going through the channels. Kirsten is doing laundry in the bedroom. She's watching news. They're both waiting for Sandy to come home. And Seth. Like, what's, what's happening? Because as we know, he just got arrested for burning down the Newport group. Or being questioned, questioned about it. Yeah. Okay, so Sandy comes in and he tells Kirsten that Seth denied everything. Yeah. But then, like, at the same time, Seth's telling Ryan he did it all. (laughs) I'm like, why are we lying again? Well, what would you do? Would you deny it to your mom? Would you say, hey, mom, I had a blunt and then I left it and I burnt out your office? (laughs) I mean, at this point, if I've lied so much to everyone, I feel like I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, I did it. I can't lie again. But that's just me. And I probably wouldn't get myself in this situation. Well, of course. So yeah. it's hard for me to say. Right. Um, but Kirsten, she's like, you have to believe him. But right. Sandy says, well, it's kind of hard because the camera shows that Seth's the last person to leave the building. Right. It makes sense that they would question him. Right. Also, we were wondering last episode, where was Ryan's car? Yeah, he just left it. He left it. So down the block. He confirmed it. He left Kirsten's car where he parked it. He was running through the woods to get away from Volchuk taking away. The woods that we didn't know existed in the OC. The random woods. (laughs) Yeah. So Ryan's like, oh, no, I will go get the car. Don't worry about it. And as he's heading to go get the car, Volchuk is there. This made me so angry. I know. (laughs) I know. 
So Volchuk's like, you need to help me. Uh, you need to help me because you helped me steal this $120,000 car. And if you don't, you're going down with me. The cops will believe me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, uh, let's see how your mom feels about it and the Coens feel about it. So you're shit out of luck. Yeah, I literally wrote in my notes, fuck you. Because I was so angry. I'm like, of course, Volchuk is going to bring da- Ryan down with him if he goes down. Yeah. Because that's just who he is. He, I don't even, is that who he is? I guess. Like, we've been talking about, you know, going and diving deep into Volchuk and maybe he's not so bad after all. But then he goes and does something like this, steals a car. And then Ryan said, well, I didn't do it. You know, I wasn't, he's like, but, you know, I, it's my word against yours and I can tell them whatever I want. What do you, what do you think is going to happen? I I also feel that why would the cops believe Volchuk's word over Over Ryan's? Because Ryan has a record. He's been clear. I'm I'm sure Volchuk has been flagged a bunch of times at the police station anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been cleared. Plus, now his dad is Sandy Cohen. Right. It's not really... doesn't look good. But, yeah, it was really frustrating. And when he came and said all that to Ryan, I was like, fuck you. Yeah. And Ant will explain how he feels. We're going to have Ant on the second half. Obviously, we had to for this very uh, big episode that involves <laughs> Volchuk. But I just, I kept looking at Ant. I'm like, he just, he won't go away. Yeah. He won't go away. And that is the problem with him. And Ant's like, he's spiraling. He just doesn't know what to do. I'm like, doesn't know what to do. And we'll get there oh because there is a part where you're like, fine, I'll help you one more time. And then right. it just, he cannot he can't let it stop. Go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the next day, it's graduation morning. We have the girls, Taylor, Summer, Marissa. They're at the school. They're setting up. They're putting lays down on the benches. Taylor is super nervous for her valedictorian speech. And she's talking about prom and how her prom night and Sungho and Korean his cousin and had Korean barbecue <laughs> of her own. I really laughed. She's so cute. She's adorable. Julie comes by because she just cannot wait to give Marissa a gift from Jimmy. Yeah. And it's a large envelope. And she's like, I figured you would want this now. I didn't have any memory of this. No? No. I knew Marissa was leaving at the end, but didn't remember why. Yeah. Uh, And now I'm like, wait, what? She goes on the boat with Jimmy? Like, I had just no memory. Just no memory of it at all. I obviously I remembered this, but for some reason I forgot about Greece. And you remembered that. Did I? Yeah. You said, oh, I thought it was Greece at a past episode of ours. And I was like, oh, no. Or someone wrote in Greece and you were like, yeah, no, it's Greece. And I, for some, because I know Jimmy's in Hawaii. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So back at the Coens, Kirsten, she gets a knock at the door and it's Dawn. Oh. This is the first time I cried on the count. Yeah. It was was sweet to see her. And Kirsten's like, we can hug. I know. They hug. The mamas. Dawn makes a joke about being drunk the last time she was there. Yeah, and like, also we have an alcoholic yeah. in the house. Too. Yeah. And she's like, ha ha, like what do I say to that? I'm like, oh wait, you both have problems with alcohol. And I wonder Ironic. if Dawn might not know about Kirsten. I don't think she knows. Struggle. Yeah. So it was, you know, Kirsten's always like so sophisticated yeah and she's like yeah Yeah. (laughs) alcohol it it was you know it was funny ryan comes in and he 
hugs her and they reunite. And Ryan, you can see, is just so happy that his mom is yeah, actually and there. And she's so happy. Oh my! And she looks great. Yeah, she's turning her life around. I know. Uh, at the Roberts, Caitlin's home. Yeah. She enters. She makes a very funny, inappropriate joke to Dr. Roberts about changing her A's mm-hmm. to B's. I love this. I She's really talking cracked about up. her breasts. Her breasts. <laughs> uh, and Dr. Roberts is kind of taken aback. And then Julie is comes home, and she's so shocked to see that Caitlin's home. Yeah, she had no idea. She's like, yeah, I thought I'd just come home. And she's like, well, I figured because dad's not coming, I'll come. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that Julie is pretty skeptical about this. Like, yeah, what's up? Right. You know, like, what's the ulterior motive here? Sad that Jimmy wasn't at Marissa's graduation. I know. I mean, I'm glad they worked him in. Because it would have been right. cheap they just disregarded him. Oh, totally. Yeah. But come on. Right. And she's like, oh, I knew dad wouldn't be here. So I took his ticket. It's like, oh, right. that's great. Right. <laughs> Uh, the boys are at home. The girls, everyone's getting ready for graduation. Seth goes into Sandy's bedroom to talk. They're making small talk. They're putting, they're adjusting their ties. And he's like, listen, dad, can you not cheer for me? Like you do at at Camp Takahoe. Uh, could you not do that cheer you did for me when I won Capture the Flag at Parents Weekend? Which cheer was that? Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Check out my boy Cohen. Can you believe how he's growing? The competition away he's blowing. Yeah, it's the one. Please don't do that. <laughs> Ever. Sandy continues with saying, like, I'm just so proud of you. And regardless of everything that happened. And then that's what breaks Seth. Because he's like, thank goodness. How is my dad the best dad yeah, ever? Yeah, Sandy Cohen is the best dad. Yeah. And so he comes clean and Sandy's like, listen. I don't care what happened. What I do care about is all the lying that's going on. Right. Which I'm like, thank you. It's like, finally, we have Sandy back. And finally, Seth is. He's working on it. He's getting there. He's being the Seth. I know he can be. The Seth that is in there. It just, he hasn't shown it in like 10 episodes or more. (laughs) Well, I feel that he's handled Kirsten pretty well. He has. So I have to give him that. No, he has. Just, <laughs> it's the whole lying thing. It just really put a bad taste know, in my mouth. I know. <laughs> and I don't think it stops. So, no, I don't think it's a spoiler. Does. But hey, we can talk uh, all we want this episode. Right. Um, but it is a very sweet moment because Sandy tells him how proud he is and he doesn't want that to get in the way. And he tells him that he loves him. Yeah, and they sweet. hug. And of course, Seth makes a joke as a teenager would like, I can't say I love you to another man. Mm. But I have much affection much for affection you. Much affection for you. It was really cute. Yeah, they were sweet. So that was the second time I cried. Yeah, I, I cried a little bit here too. Third time I cried. We have Marissa. She's sitting in school. She's in, not the cafeteria. I don't know where she is, but she's in an empty classroom. And Summer meets her in there because she wants to talk to her. Yeah. And so Marissa tells her that what was in the envelope was the idea of her leaving for the summer, not going to college. A year. A year, taking right, taking the year off, and the fact that she's not really meant for college, and not now anyway. Not yet. And so she needs a new life, which I'm like, hysterical. Same. <laughs> she needs a change, and Jimmy offered her a ticket to Greece to come work on 
the boat that he's going to be working on. Right. He's sailing these boats. Yeah. This is his job now. she'll like make pancakes or whatever she's going to do. Peel potatoes. Peel potatoes. That was it. Right. Right. But she's not going to be a fisherman. She's going to work on the boat. And so Marissa Marissa has tears in her eyes. Summer has tears in her eyes. Michelle has tears Mm -hmm. in her eyes. Me too. Yeah. I would like to think Ant had tears in his eyes. I'm pretty sure everyone had tears. You know, and Summer's like, all right, well, at least we have the summer. And she's like, well, here's the kicker. I have to leave tomorrow night. The boat leaves from Hawaii. So she has to fly out right. after graduate, like tomorrow night, right? Right? Was it tomorrow? Yeah, she flies yeah, was, out the next day. It was day. next night. Yeah. <sighs> but then they hug and it's really sweet. Yeah. I mean, I we knew this was coming for her, right? We knew we college we was probably not going to happen at least the first year. She was yeah. at least going to take off the first year. So it made sense, but also I just never, you never would picture that for Marissa. Like when you meet her day one, you're like, wait, this girl's going to go work on a boat. Which I kind <laughs> of love. Yeah, me too. That it's not predictable how she ended up. Definitely not. I mean, maybe some might argue that her ending might have been predictable the whole time. Right. But her, this not going to college, deciding not to, and the decision to go work on a boat. No. Right. That's something Ryan, remember they well, had a Ryan fight about wanted that? to do that. It was completely, they just completely swapped <laughs> positions. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically. Ironically. Uh, we're going to go over to Volchuk. We mm-hmm. see Volchuk. He's so paranoid. He's hiding out in his van. He looks like he's like on drugs. Like strung like, out. So, yeah, like so paranoid. Heather, she brings him clothes and some supplies. And he's like, I just need to ha- get cash. I just need to get out of here. And so then Heather keeps hoging him and prying. And it's like, oh, it's not the money you're needing. Right. Because she's like, you can just go. You'll figure out how to get the money later on. But you're not going because something's holding you back. Is it Marissa? Right. And it's like, don't put those thoughts in his head. Just let him go. (laughs) Right. And so he ultimately gets this idea that he can convince Marissa to go to Mexico with him. Okay. He just needs to have the opportunity to talk to her. He's, he needs something. (laughs) He's, he's not thinking clearly. No. And again, at this point, Ant's like, no, he's spiraling even more. He is spiraling, but like, it's a girl. It's a girl, dude. And you guys broke up. And he, you don't even. You didn't even want to admit you really liked her that much. I mean, clearly he does. Clearly he does. He clearly fell for her, not realizing he was going right. to, right. which probably pissed him off. Right. <laughs> but oh god, it's just yeah. The downfall of Voltuck is just the downfall of the whole episode. The way it go. The way it just. Don't you proceeds. feel like it's just a super fast downfall? Because yeah. for so long, we're like, okay, Volchuk's not that bad. Not that like, bad. We get it. And now it's just like, no, but doom. this episode, pure shit. <laughs> pure, <laughs> pure shithole. Pure shit pile. Mm-hmm. Back at school, it's time for graduation. Ryan and Seth, they're walking through the halls. We have the Harbor Heckler, which that's the jabroni who makes fun of Seth wearing a dress. When He's it's- like, you're wearing the same thing. It's called a robe. <laughs> Which Ant and I had to look up because I was like, this kid is the jabroni, the goober who's in all the other episodes where he makes fun of. just makes fun of Seth, yeah. And his title is the Harbor Heckler. Oh my God, that's so funny. So. Good for him. He got an actual title. Yeah. Uh, They're gathering. It's really sweet. They're hugging. And then Marissa's like, hey, Ryan, I just want to talk to you in private. Yeah. Cried again at this moment. Yeah, this was sweet. 
They go into the hallway and she tells Ryan the plan of her leaving. And he's like, I think that's great. And he goes, I know this might sound weird, but can I drive you to the airport? And she's like, yeah, I actually wanted you to. Like, that was my plan. Uh, my so heart. sweet. But he's super supportive of her. He's yeah. Like, whatever you decide, that's your path. And it was just... You know, I know, and sweet. it's also the line of they're very they're good friends. I know you're the first person I saw here. Yeah, you know I want to be the last person you see, and it's just again the problem with this episode is if you are a fan of the series, and if you've watched the series over and over, and now you're connected like me, right? Like this is my world, and these are my people. Every single scene is like a stab in the heart, totally, and you're just like, oh god, here it comes. The anticipation, like you were saying, right? You know it's coming. The anticipation the whole episode. The whole episode. Yeah. And so every line I'm just hanging on. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I'm like, what were the writers thinking in this? What were they doing? Did they do this on purpose? Right. And I'm like, yes. Going spiraling watching the episode. Is this foreshadowing? Yeah. Straight up foreshadowing. Which the whole episode was a foreshadow. The whole entire. I think the whole. I mean, people can argue from day one it was a foreshadow. But I don't think that that was Marissa's destiny. Like in the beginning, I don't think that's how they. Yeah, they like I out. think I know. I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, you know, Marissa, she's always been spiraling from day one." Even though, and on this podcast, we've been looking at it from such different eyes, so she's we been don't rising. see that. We're like, "No, she is the best since yeah. day one. She's just been getting better and better." Yeah, where some can argue she just got worse and worse. So this makes sense for her, but I don't think I don't so. think so either. No. So Marissa and Ryan. They get back to the group and Ryan yells, let's go graduate. Mm-hmm. And he grabs his friends and then so Imogen sweet. Heap starts playing. And we have this beautiful montage. They did a great job with this graduation. I'm like, Michelle, <laughs> you're such a loser. But anyway, it was so visually beautiful. beautiful. All of the kids, they get their name oh. announced and they go pan to their parents. And I'm like, <laughs> every single time blubbering. Blubbering every single... Yeah. I could cry. Actually, Me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm starting to tear up thinking about Julie like... Me too. ...yelling for her. And and then Sandy's like, yeah! Oh, gosh. Sad. And Dawn, so like, wiping her... Oh. You know, Dawn crying. <laughs> like, she never thought she would see her never. son graduate. Never. It's just best... One of the best graduations I've seen on, like, teen television shows. I agree. And I just liked how they did the names separate, and then they had a little bit of Taylor speaking with yeah. her speech. Yeah, me too. And I just love how Taylor, she ended with, don't let the bastards get you down. I thought that was yeah. perfect. There's a lot of kids actually graduating more than I thought there was because it is a smaller school. I know. But it looked like a big graduation. It looked really nice. Yeah. It was really perfect. And we had this nice montage of the core four taking pictures, yeah. the parents taking pictures, group shots of everyone just so, like, how I and, like, feel. beautiful pictures. Beautiful. And and also, I remember on grad my graduation day, like, this is how it felt. You were so excited. Yeah. You're taking pictures with your mom. You're taking Everyone. pictures with your sister. You're taking pictures with your aunt. You're taking... Yeah. This is what this felt like. Mm-hmm. And I felt they just did a very good job with all the pictures. And Me too. Everyone's just so happy because... So happy. They're done with high school. Yeah. But also, it's sad because now they're done with high school and yeah. they have to go on to other things. Yeah. I love that... They all go out to dinner together. Me too. To and celebrate. Sandy makes his speech. Oh, Cried again. Me too. <laughs> I was like Summer in this episode because Summer keeps crying. Summer was crying a lot. She had, I feel like she dealt with it the worst. Yes. Not that, not that it was 
the worst way she could have, but just she seemed to be handling it harder than everyone else. Like, oh man, we're graduating. I'm going to miss Harbor so much. I'm going to miss my friends. And I feel like, yeah, maybe everyone else was thinking that, but she really expressed it. Yes. And it was good. Like everyone goes through things differently. I mean, the fact that she got into Brown, the fact that Seth was lying to her and she had to go through that emotional roller coaster. Her best friend went dark for a sec and is back, but now leaving. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's a like, lot. Damn. It's a lot to process. Yeah. But like you said, Sandy makes this beautiful speech, which again is another foreshadowing of like, we've had tragedy, we have comedy, mm-hmm. we have first loves, we have broken hearts, we have family members lost and found. Yeah. It hasn't been perfect, but we're all family. I'm like, I could cry again. Yeah. Like, Cohen. <laughs> He's always the one to make a speech and he makes great speeches. He does. He commands the room. He does. So uh, during dinner, Marissa, she gets out because Julie's at the bar. Julie talks to her and it turns out that Julie knew about Jimmy's plan. Thank goodness. Because if I had to watch Marissa tell Julie she was leaving, I would <laughs> pick me up off the floor. <laughs> I know. And... Julie gives her her blessing and she's like, I will miss you, but if you want to go, you can go. So again, cry. And then Caitlin comes and she's like, oh yeah, dad already told me too. She's like the all knowing sister, like Buddha. She comes in, she's like, yeah, I know this, this, and this. Which also this episode is setting up Caitlin. Totally. For season four. Yeah. Every scene with Caitlin in this episode, we're like. Right. She's like, I'm going to rule Harbor. (laughs) Yes, yeah, so, typical and, Caitlin. And this is where she states that she's staying home for good. Right. So we you have, need a daughter here. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. thing, another foreshadow. Yeah. So we have a Cooper family hug, which is so cute. And yeah. Julie also gives Marissa a graduation present, which pearls. is this beautiful set of pearls. It's gorgeous. And she makes the joke of like, listen, if you have to barter with pirates, you can use this. I'm fine with it. But it was a very, very beautiful, yeah, beautiful gift. Dawn, she gives Ryan his present. Wow. And she got him a car. She saved up and she got the used parts and Ron knows a guy who knows a guy and just... And she got the bow. She was so proud. And even Ryan was like, wow. I got a car? I got a car? And to me, I'm like, wait, this rich kid hasn't had a car this whole time, but no, they've been driving around Sandy and Kirsten's cars, so... Which Makes I kind sense. of like that the Coens didn't give them cars. Me too. Oh, yeah. I didn't get a car until I was in college, you know, because I went to local, so I had to drive. Right, right. But it just, yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Like, don't spoil the fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really sweet. He was really excited for that. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, she stops by to say goodbye, and she's just thanking them for being part of the second core circle. Then they invite her in. I know. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm actually one of you. And I'm one of the Fab Five. Fab Five, yeah. And it was really sweet. I loved it. Yeah. Which this could set up kind of a Taylor. Could she come back or could she not? Because if they ended right. this right here, that's fine. Right. Like, oh, Taylor's doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. It's true. See, I'm like picking everything apart. Me too. I picked the whole thing apart. Yeah. So also at dinner, Marissa gets a call. <sighs> And it's full Chuck. And he is spiraling on the phone. He just wants to make it up to her. He's like, if I don't get to see you, I'm going to make it really bad for your friend Ryan. So he's threatening. Threatening. And like, so would you go and see him? 
almost to shut him up, I would be like, tell me what you have to say and I'll decide then. And Right. And he also drops the bomb of, oh, why don't you go ask him about the car we stole? Right. Which, of course, Marissa's like, are you fucking kidding me? So she goes outside. Ryan's in his new car and Marissa makes a comment about the car. And she's like, oh, is this the one you stole (laughs) with Volchak? And he's like, oh, my God, what's going on? What does he want? And he needs money. And so Marissa's like, listen, I cried at this scene, too. In case you were wondering (laughs) where I was at on my cry counter. Marissa wants to help. She's like, I brought him into this. Let me let me help you bring it out. Typical I get it. Marissa. But like yeah. I get it, right? Like this is my problem. Yeah, I I started dating this schmuck and yeah. now he won't let it go. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's my responsibility. Yeah, I would feel the same way. So that's probably why I would go and hear him out because it was my issue that I started. And also just let me help you get the money. Right. Like I'll help you. This will be done. Right. And then we can move forward. Move forward. But it just doesn't happen that way. No. And then also in this scene, when they decide that they're going to work together, they hold hands. Mm. We have a close up. He puts her finger on hers (laughs) and said for one last time, I can't, guys. You got to. We're all in this together. And I was like, oh, my God, one last time. Yeah. No, every (laughs) everything they said, I was like, it's the last time. It's the last time. It's the last time. It's the last time. I I know. Uh, the next morning, Dawn, she's leaving. She flies out. She goes to get in the cab, and Sandy offers her cab money. And she's like, no, I got it. It's fine. Ryan hugs her. I was crying. Crying again. crying, crying during this because <laughs> it's just so sweet. They're saying I love yous. And he's like, listen, let's not say goodbye. Right. It's See not you goodbye. Soon. See you soon. Yeah. You never know what the future holds for them. I mean, it is his mother. You yes. would hope that he would see her again. Well, you didn't know because how he left off right. a couple of times and the whole Albuquerque thing, he was not sure, but right. I'm glad this all went well. It was funny, though. Seth, he tells Don it was good to see her and everyone's looking at him like he's being sarcastic. He's like, no, I'm being sincere. And as an audience member, when I watched, I was like, wow, I actually felt a little attraction to you being sincere. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, Seth, you know how to do it. Of course he you does. Just don't do it. And it was nice to see you be like an, an, a human and say, it was really good to see you, Dawn, and like yeah. not have an open-ended joke like right. at the end of it. Right. It just was good. Thank it was you, good. Seth, for that. <laughs> he also finds out that Ryan got a car. Yeah. And he can't believe Ryan got a car because he's supposed to be the spoiled one. He is the spoiled one. <laughs> How did he not get a car? So Dawn leaves and Kirsten and Sandy and Ryan, they're all standing outside waving goodbye. Yeah. And you see her in the car. She's like smir- smirking. Every time she sees Ryan, she's always got that huge grin. I know. She's so proud of she's him. She's so proud. She's so happy to be able to see him graduate, go to the Kirsten's house. I, know, I was just going to say. <laughs> so, so happy for, and grateful for Sandy and Kirsten. Kirsten. It's, it's just really sweet. Uh, back at the Roberts Cooper household, Caitlin is in her room. There's like probably f- 10 rooms in this house. You have to tell me that Caitlin needs to take over Marissa's room. I was thinking about this too. I mean, but we also said that when Marissa first moved in, she was sleeping in the same bed as Summer. It was like, yeah. what? But we knew that was after the Trey situation. Right. Whatever. But I was just like, you're telling me that Caitlin Cole can't pick another room in the house? To Do you be in think her room? it's one of those houses? That really just have four bedrooms and maybe four baths and the downstairs is really big. Maybe. But I would like to see it. <laughs> even that would be like, okay, an office, the it, master. That house Summers. is like huge. One of the biggest houses that I we know. see on this show. 
I'm just trying to rationalize. I, I know, don't understand it. Me either. But yeah, so Caitlin, she's in Marissa's room. She's redecorating because this is now her room. And this this scene was legit, I think, only a scene to set up for next for year. Four. Totally. And that's the only reason. Julie comes in because she's blasting music and she <laughs> is just saying how like I'm here to rule Harbor and Harbor's gonna be mine. And she they're playing like a song in the background and it's like the bitch is back. Yeah, really funny. And what's funny is she has this mood board collage of just men's abs. Yeah. And Julie looks at it and she just smirks. And I'm like, this is funny. This, oh, yeah, this is the next generation of what's to come. Did you have abs on your wall at no. 16? <laughs> I was such a weird... I don't but think I didn't I have ever had a guy... Actually, Milo Ventimigla from Comic-Con, someone got me a framed... A picture of him from Heroes without a shirt on. But I kept it in my closet. I didn't like, oh, post it on my wall, you know? Like, when I was... 10 I had sync posters but they weren't naked it's just yeah, weird no, but a whole collage of just abs it's weird it's just it's weird. weird it's really you guys weird. let us know if you had collages of abs or I don't know what you guys put on your walls right. you know Ryan he comes by to pick up Marissa she's waiting outside by the driveway and she gives him the pearls this is what they're going to use to get quick. money <laughs> And Ryan goes to leave and she's like, well, I'm coming with you. And he's like, no, 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 like you've helped enough. And she's like, no one last time. Right. So they go, they drive to the pawn shop. He trades in. Ryan goes in by himself. Marissa's waiting in the car. Yeah. Just to set the scene for you guys, if it's been a minute. And he gives Volchuk the money and Volchuk is like, no, wait. And Ryan's like, no, no, we're done. Like no, you like, now, this is it. This is what annoyed me because I'm like, the kid can't fucking he give can't up. Give it up. And does he? Were to assume after the fact that we know he's been following them a lot during that day. So did he know Marissa was in the car? That's what I'm thinking because because you don't just say no. I need to talk to her. Like what? Okay, call her on the phone. Like, but I guess right. maybe he knows she's in the car. Right. And so Ugh. he just keeps saying, I need to talk to her. So Marissa drives up to pick Ryan up. And Vulture starts like banging on the, on, the on the window. And so she drives off, which I'm like, this is only going to fuel him more and also give it up. Yeah. And he gets so pissed. Oh, yeah. He's like, damn it. As if, like the car drives away and you're like, well, shit. He's like, oh, wait, I just want to talk to you. Wait, why? What would you have said that's going to change? Like, there's nothing he can say. You you kissed a girl in front of her. You were an asshole at the prom. You stole the prom money. And then you make Ryan go steal a car with you. Like, what else do you have left to say that's really going to make me want to hear He's just going to be like, I love you. Or no. Right. I have feelings for you. Let's go to Mexico. Right. That's it. It's that's kind it. of like, <laughs> but not really, in Gilmore Girls. Mm. Which, teaser. There is a bonus episode coming of Very soon. Talking about Gilmore Girls on our Patreon. <laughs> when Jess finally comes back. Yeah. For the fifth time. Whatever time, yeah. And he finally approaches Rory. And he's like, I love you. Just come with me. Let's run away. We can go anywhere. And she's like, what? Dude. <laughs> and he's like, no, let's just go anywhere. Just be together. I know you want to. And she's like, no. Yeah. I don't. And, it's, and then no. he leaves. But it's like these, these you plans. You can't fucking control me. Like, you can't just say... No those things and right but also just like the plan to go to mexico and then what and then what right and then what? okay so you guys are hanging out in mexico for a six months and what are you right. gonna do 
Plus, you're on the run because... Right, because you stole a car <laughs> and you're paranoid that the cops are after you. So... What's the plan What here? was the plan? What's the plan? Stupid. Sandy, he goes to uh, the PD office. He's got to answer some questions and he sees his old office and he meets this guy, Jason Spitz. Mr. Medina from Twilight. Yes! <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh okay, another Twilight character i think someone did mention this in the past when they yeah. were listing but i was like wow yeah. another twilight character it's really weird. he's been in a lot of stuff though that guy um i forgot the actor's name but yeah yeah i'm just like of course you're that this da right of course you are right so he is in sandy's old office and sandy's like you can tell is so elated to be in that space oh yeah and jason's like are you kidding like how could you miss this there's no pay it's long hours and sandy's like this is the best part of my life like these days are the best and so he goes to talk to Greg, but we can see all the wheels are turning. Yeah. Sandy needs to go back. We've been seeing this for a while. That well, yeah. his, the lifestyle he chose for the past however many months, like he couldn't possibly keep that up and like keep up his family, keep up like his sanity. It just it wasn't a good fit. Right. It wasn't gonna happen. Right. Back at the Cohen's, Seth, he's in his room reading, and Kirsten enters. I cried at this scene mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. just to keep up. Um, and she pretty much says that the fire was the best thing to happen. She sure did to this family. She was so happy about it. I mean, obviously it's a terrible thing, but she's like, no, that that was a whole part of my marriage and my life that I don't ever want to go back to. Yeah. And so Sandy's gonna talk to the lawyers. Everything should be good. And Seth's like, yeah. I just have to wait to hear from RISD. And so she's like, actually, there's mm-hmm. a letter from RISD. And she drops it on his bed. Yeah. At the Coopers, Robert's house, <laughs> Marissa, <laughs> she is packing her bag. And Julie enters. And they have this very sweet send-off moment. And Julie says, everything she ever did was for her. Which is true. It is true. I mean... Julie is definitely not perfect. No, nowhere near perfect. But she always had her daughter's best interest at heart. Right. Maybe not Caitlin's, but definitely Marissa's. No, definitely Marissa's. <laughs> I know, poor Caitlin. But she's saying, like, you know, blaming Ryan for the shooting. Like, that was all for you. Like, the the choices I made, yeah, maybe she even they brought don't up, sound like, great, sleeping with Luke. That wasn't great. Right. That was, that was my best hour. Not but. great. Right. But she did it all for her daughter. She did it all. Right. And she's so, and she's such a strong headed person. And then Marissa's like, well, you know, I'm, I became that way too. Who do you think? I didn't get that from dad. (laughs) Clearly not. Yeah, no, definitely not. But then Caitlin comes in to say goodbye and they have another Cooper hug. A Coop hug. Mm. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. She goes downstairs, Seth and Summer and Ryan. They're waiting for her because they have. she has a couple of hours to kill before her flight. And they're talking about going to a party because Taylor, she's throwing a party, but she's not going to be there. Yeah. She just paid for it. And it's like her Must gift nice. to the class. So it's like, wow, Taylor, you're great. But then they're like, yeah, I know. Why are we going to go to this party? Because all we do is hang out with each other and talk to each other. So they start pitching like, oh, let's go to the dino. Let's go to the beige shop. And then Marissa comes up with this idea. So fun. Yeah. So the core four... They drive to the model home. And they're like, wait, this kind of looks familiar. And then Marissa's like, yeah, they redid it after you burned it down. And he's like, oh, shit, this is the model home? Yeah. And so So they break in and it's just 
kids, teens being teens, kids being kids, they're swimming in the outdoor pool. They're awesome. Diving, they're eating fast food, and they're reminiscing about moments when Ryan first came and how Summer like wanted to go out with him. Yeah. And then how Ryan lied and said that Summer wanted Seth to be there. Just so many things. It was good really things. cute. It was a really good moment. Yeah. And I love that uh Summer, she's like like you said, how she was interested in Atwood. He's like, no offense. And then Ryan goes, none taken, taken biatch. biatch. <laughs> I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> I'm taking biatch. It's so funny. It just and then even Marissa says, like, I never would have talked to Cohen if it wasn't for Ryan. And then Summer's like, Yeah, obviously I never would have talked to Cohen. Yeah. And so he has to be super thankful and grateful for his bro Ryan because Which his I'm life sure is, is completely different now. Yeah. 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 But she has to get up to say goodbye. So mm. she says goodbye to Summer. <laughs> Another tearful. Another tearful moment. Do you think that like Rachel was actually crying because she knew that Misha was going? This is what I think about with the actors. Like when they have tears in their eyes, I'm like, are they feeling it because it's the last time? Right. Or are they feeling it just because they're, you know, that great in the moment of acting? Well, I'm wondering what was the last scene to be filmed. Filmed. I know. I, I wondered that too. Because things are always shot out of order. Yeah. I think, I like to think the scene with them in school and mm. talking about her yeah. leaving. And I felt like those tears were super genuine. Yeah, genuine me too. Tears. I felt that way too. Regardless of how everyone felt about each other on the cast. I can't, I don't know. You read different things. Right. You can't a hundred percent say for sure that these people they hated didn't, each other. you know, care when Misha left. I mean, I'm just going to, we're just going to pretend that it <laughs> and be like, they really did like each other and they like to work with each other. Right. And yes, Misha was done because she said it. She was done right. working on this show mentally and all of that. But I felt she did a great job and I felt that Rachel did a great job acting. Yeah. And I love that summer made Seth and Marissa hug. Yes. The next scene though, Marissa goes into the house and this is a scene I've been dying to talk to you about Liz. It's hard. This seed was hard. You know, what's coming. Yeah, I know. And so this scene was harder than the ending for me. Same. Not not emotionally, just just to watch yes. and hear their conversation. No, one hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, and it also okay. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, because I I'm know. Excited. We're excited. So they go in. Marissa's in the house. She's crying. Yeah, she's like, I'm saying goodbye. Yeah, and she's saying how it's so weird to talk about the first night we were in this house together. Did you ever think we'd end up together? You saying it's over? <laughs> never know. Right. And then she brings up, you know, did you think we'd ever end up together through all of this? And then Ryan goes, are you saying it's over? Right, like that there was no possibility that they would ever get back together. Which just... That shook me. Yes. I, don't, I don't remember him me saying neither. that. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, oh, wait. So, like, the writers are essentially saying Ryan and Marissa are supposed to be endgame. Right? They're supposed to be. Whether I agree with it or not, they're supposed to be endgame. I truly enjoy them as friends. Like, I think that they could be, be like, the best of friends. That's just my opinion. But it's... Hearing Ryan actually say those words, I'm like, oh shit, he's still pining for her. The last line All these years later. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, 
Marissa and Ryan would have worked. They would have worked eventually. Yeah, no, no. But they, I, I truly feel that they would have worked out later on. I didn't, I didn't know I felt this way. I was discovering new things every time we watch same an episode. But the fact that he says that, and then she apologizes. I'm sorry. And for all the craziness, and he's like, I wouldn't have done it any differently. Right. Like, we wouldn't have taken anything back. Except for Oliver. Except for Oliver. And I, again, laughed out loud. I was like, Oliver! It's like, thank you for giving us that. But I'm like, really? We wouldn't take Volchuk back? I know. But they always make jokes about Oliver, which I do enjoy throughout they this do. Because, the series. Because Oliver was such a crazy, <laughs> crazy. like... Of all the, quote, villains we've ever had on this show, he was by far, in my opinion, the most fascinating and the most enjoyable to watch. So, like, I never felt hatred towards him watching. And so the fact that I think think they they wrote it in that way and they're like, they want Oliver to be that villain on the show for them. (laughs) And so I think that that's great that they keep going back to him. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but this talk, I didn't have any recollection of it. And I was surprised to hear Ryan say that. I was like, okay, so the writers didn't want them to be apart. And you're saying that Ryan still thinks about her in that way. He still does. He still does. How can I forget this list? How can I not hang on this? (laughs) Through all of my rewatches, I've never been like, oh my God, but Ryan, he said this line. But I think it's because you know what happens to her. So... That changed, like, it changed it for me. I was surprised to hear it, but, I mean, I don't remember how I felt when I first watched it. I, yeah. don't, I obviously didn't remember him saying that. And you know what? In the past, when I've rewatched the show, it was strictly for pleasure. I wasn't dissecting every single right. thing. I was feeling the emotions, right. but I wasn't, like, hanging on every word and trying to be like, oh, what was this meaning? Or where's a deep lying here? But I... Absolutely forgot about this whole entire scene. And I think probably, too, this is not an episode that you, like, want to rewatch. No. So you probably didn't as much. And so that little yeah. aspect of it kind of just gets lost. Yeah. But I'm happy that they added that in. Because now we know exactly what they wanted. And later on, we get into questions and comments. Like, people are like, no. Die Hard, Endgame, Ryan, and Marissa. And now, and then the whole time, I was like, nah. Nah, nah, nah. But no, I think that's what was supposed to be. I think so, Regardless too. if it's, like, my ultimate endgame. But right. it makes sense. It does. And, like, if they were down the line, like, she took a year off, went to Greece, whatever, and he went to Berkeley, and they did their things. And then, you know, a couple years later, out of college, like, ah. We found like our normalcy and they could have came together. And we always said that they didn't work as friends. But I like them as friends. But they actually are friends. And they have said too, like, oh, we don't know how to be friends with each other. And it's like, well, the pressure of, well, everything in life. And there's always going to be these pressures from outside forces in school, which adds on to everything. And, but really there was such a lightness about them and yet such a genuine heartfelt connection between them yeah that i just absolutely love them in this episode right like once they got past all of the awkwardness of breaking up and how do we go about being friends like you figured it out and you end up being really good friends and they both grew separately a lot yeah yeah man before they take (laughs) off though there was a quick scene at the cohen sandy comes home he surprises kirsten with a bouquet 
And she's a little taken aback because she knows flowers usually mean bad, bad news. things. Which I'm like, that's awful because flowers are not supposed to mean just bad right. things or it did an accident or, right. you know. But Sandy talks about how he went to his old office and how it was a thing of beauty and how he ultimately wants to go back. And Kirsten obviously supports that she's totally. been wanting him to do this. She's like, get out of the Newport group. And then, you know, they have a very loving moment and they're like, wow, we're ha- we're going to be empty nesters next year. What do empty nesters do? And they have sex on the floor is what I like to think. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ryan, he's going to take Marissa to the airport. Yeah. He leaves the house. We see that Volchuk has been spying on them the entire time. Been drinking. With Heather. With Heather in the car. Bitch, what are you doing? And so... He decides he's going to take off and he's going to follow them. And Heather's like, no, 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 you shouldn't drive. You've been drinking. But yet she's still but yet she's still in the car. This annoyed me. And, and also, I get that he's drunk, right? But that not only are you so thick-headed that you're going to drive drunk, but then you have Heather in the car. But it doesn't matter. It's like doesn't the blinders matter. on. Oh, yeah. He was seeing red from the moment that Marissa said, I'm not talking to you, drove away. He was, like, determined yeah. to, like get her to stop. And he literally, physically, got her to stop. Right. So we see Ryan and Marissa take off. Then we see Volchuk and Heather falling. And so the anticipation is building. And then we get a break. Because then we're like, oh shit, we have to deal with Seth and Summer. Right, right. So then we go over to Seth and Summer and Seth brings Summer into his room, and there's a giant cardboard box. This is very sweet. sweet. It's very sweet in this heaviness that's about totally. to happen. And he, he's like, look inside, and she's like, it's empty. But then she sees the letter from RISD, and he did get accepted for January. Right, because when you fuck up and you apply late. <laughs> but he got in. <laughs> but he got in. He got in. So all is well in the world, and she's like, I'll go to Rhode Island. I will get the scope of everything, and then you'll come, and everything's good, and they're cute, and they start making out in the box. They'll spend holidays together. It's all good. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. What a great weekend this has been. Yeah. So Ryan and Marissa... They're in the car, they're driving, and we keep going back and forth. Ryan Marissa, they're talking about the future. They're both terrified. And then we have Volchuk and Heather, and Heather's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then they notice that this guy's been following them. There's these headlights, and they're and so Ryan's like, go, go in go, front of me. Go, go, yeah. Like, and no, he then slams into their car. I'm like, this guy's a psychopath. Yeah. And, you know, he's just telling Heather, he's like, I just want them to pull over. I just need to talk to her. So... Then you, if you were calm, maybe she would pull over. Yeah, and so then she notices who it is. She's like, oh my God, it's that's him. him. And so Ryan speeds up, and then Volchuk speeds up. And then Ryan Volchuk cuts next to him, and he's like crashing into him. And at this point, I think Ryan was trying to pull over. Or trying yeah. to get ahead of him and trying pull to over. do something to maneuver it, but but by the time he pulls over, it's too close to kind of a slope of a cliff. Yeah, Marissa's like, watch out because in the front of him is like, a, obviously, clearly a, an area where you can't go past. Yeah, you would have to turn, and Volchuk was on that side, and and just slams into him, and the car <sighs> flips over and tumbles, flips and the- like rolls and rolls. Yeah, until like, the oh next. My God. I guess a lower part of a road. Yeah, because it's Which, another thank road. God, I know nobody was on the road. Nobody on the road. Not on a deep cliff right. of going over into the ocean. Right. Ryan, wait. He 
wakes up, he realizes what's happening. Marissa's unconscious. And so he gets out. He climbs out the window. Thank goodness. It didn't seem he was really hurt at all. I know. Luckily But the way that, because Aunt and I talked about incest, like the way it landed, it was more on Marissa's side. Yeah, makes sense. Is that they always say that too, like, it's it's always always the passenger. passenger. Mm -hmm. Regardless, it's awful, but it's generally the passenger. Yeah. He then notices that the car is starting to go on fire. And it's leaking, like, gas and not a good combination. So he drags Marissa out, and he's carrying her. (sighs) We have this montage of Tijuana. Yeah. And Hallelujah is starting to play. It's very emotional. But, like, we know it's coming, right? So, like, we talked about this. Like, I cried more at the other scenes more than this. Yeah, me too. I don't – I think it's because it was so much pent up, knowing what was going to happen to her. Right. Seeing how everyone is saying their goodbyes to her and everything, that and the graduation, that all made me so much more emotional, almost to the point where I was watching her in his arms and I'm crying, but I – feel literally nothing Same. inside. I felt numb. I felt numb. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh, wow, I know this is sad, so I'm crying, but also right. I feel nothing because I think I've just been thinking about this moment happening and I already knew it was going to happen. I'm glad and we now, felt exactly the yeah, same way. Yeah, exactly the same. And even when you watch it the second time, you felt that way? Exactly the same. I mean, yeah. I still cried, but again, right. exactly because the same. Because it's sad, but inside yeah. I'm like, wow, my heart's not breaking because I already know what's My heart happen. started to break when... He realizes that she's like, like her head, there. huge gash. gash. And so he's saying, stay with me, stay with right. me. Right. And she's still there. She is. You know, she's still sort of present. And he's like, I need to go get help. And she's like, don't leave me. And, like, I'm not going to leave you. And he doesn't leave her. And the kicker is that she dies in his fucking arms. Right. He's like, Marissa. And that oh, was like, and you see him tear and it's. Can you imagine? I cannot. Not. I don't even want to ask you, you that. You know what? He dealt, he saw another person literally die mm-hmm. in front of him. His brother then is almost dead in front of him. And then Volchuk's almost dead in front of him. And then Marissa dies in his arms. It's like his he's arms. dealt with so much shit. Not that Marissa hasn't. I mean, clearly we know she has. But poor Ryan, man. And like you have, you, there's no, you no. could be resilient, but there's no way. The person that you love and potentially want to have a future with. Mm -mm. The person Mm -mm. that he probably Mm -mm. cares the most for. Yeah. And also what I was, I'm excited to see how four opens. I know the gist of four. Yeah. But the fact that she died in his arms and she said, stay with me, don't get help. Is that going to be going in his His head? head, Yeah. Oh, this is my fault. Right. Like I should have gotten help. This is my fault. It, it just all happened too quick that it. there was no way if he were to run to get help that yeah. I just don't foresee it, her being able to, no. to survive it. And he couldn't leave her there. Yeah. Ugh. But as far as finales go, I felt this is a great finale. Great finale. Which is hard to say because now Marissa's no longer with us. Right. But I felt it was perfect. I felt it. I felt everybody was MVPs. Me too. My MVP was a struggle. I felt we had like a really, we had like the anxiety building part of it. We had the sweet moments. We had the funny moments. We had, everybody was just on their, just their best versions of themselves. Yeah. So, and then of course to have this giant ending is like a great episode of television. Totally. It was at that moment in my high school, I remember people like 
coming into school and like literally crying. Yeah. Because it, it, you know, touched them so much. Like this show was so important to them. And the fact that a main character dies. Yeah. It's huge. And I mean, we'll get into it. Yeah. But I just want to say this before we break because I want to have the second half for everybody else. Oh, yeah, totally. But as much as I love Marissa... I super, super respect this decision that they made. I 100% respect it. And the fact that Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage and Misha were all like, this is how we want to do it. I respect how they did it. And I don't, I because I know this question's coming, I wouldn't have changed it. I, I wouldn't have changed think. it either. <laughs> I would Which not is have really twisted it. because I love her and I don't want her to die. Same. Because I would love to see what happened to her and Ryan. But then again, this is what everybody wanted. Right, apparently. So... I respect it. Me too. I totally do too. So yeah, if you guys were wondering, I was, as much as it sucks, I was still happy and I feel almost content with it because it was such a ballsy move to do at the time and apparently people weren't resonating with Marissa and so why keep a character that people don't necessarily want to watch, which is terrible because of the, the things that we've said on this podcast about her. Right. Like- I can't imagine the OC without her now, but watching it maybe for the first time when it was live on television, yeah, maybe I would have thought it differently. Right. And just the fact that Misha was like, no, I want her to die. Yeah, she like, made the decision. All right, we're going to work that in. When I went to ATX Festival, mm, I forgot which year it was, but they had an OC panel reading of the script. Right. And then they had Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage speak about things that they still talk about in regards to the OC. And they said that they still talk about Marissa's death and if they made the right decision. And Aww. they still go back and forth about it, which, you know, as a fan, you're like, oh, wow, they still have these discussions. Because, like, we as viewers, I have stupid discussions all the time with Ann of, like, whatever show I'm watching and One Tree Hill and these shows that have been off the air. But the fact that the conversation is still happening, yeah. it's kind of fun. It is. Yeah. So we're going to take a break. Ant's going to come back. We have all your questions and comments to get into. Loads, loads. (laughs) So grab a snack, grab a drink, take a pee. You're going to need it. We're going to need it. (laughs) Welcome back. Hello, everyone. Ant is with us. (laughs) Who's that voice? Who's that voice? It's It's Ant. (laughs) (laughs) So before we get into our questions and comments and trivia and all that jazz, Ant, what did you think of this episode? It was pretty good. <laughs> Very emotional, obviously. When Are did you, you cry? Sincere? I am being sincere. <laughs> Are you being sad? He's, he's I, talking no, while it, smiling, so no, it's hard to tell. No, the truth is, though, it is very hard to be sincere for me, just like Seth, because yeah. it always come, like sincerity always sounds sarcastic, and sarcasm always sounds sincere, you know, mm-hmm. when it, you know, coming from me. Right. Agreed. Yeah. But no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There, but there was, you know, like a lot of emotion here. Um, I used to joke, you know, in my younger years when I wasn't really a fan of Marissa that this was my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not alone. You know, a couple of our friends have said that. Yes, they yeah. have. It's it, it's definitely different now because I don't feel that, and I didn't feel that watching the episodes that I did. You know, and joining yes. in, you know, know, so this, every time yes. someone says that, and I think it's because of us. Yeah. Because our no. real, Liz and I are like, we're so yes. modest. It's not because of us, but it's because of us. <laughs> I think it's an age thing, you know, no, it's, it's, an, it's age just thing. an age thing. Totally an age it's an thing. Age thing you know? Yeah. So do you have words for your favorite man? 
Yeah. I mean, again, like I will disclaim this again. I'm not going to defend specific actions. The man doesn't know how to express himself. And again, he was spiraling. That's what you kept saying. Spiraling. This whole episode, you're like, she just spoke with him. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Right. I understand the reasons in why she wouldn't want to speak with him and why Ryan, you know, like didn't stop because, you know, you don't see the end with it. You know, like maybe if he would have got closure at this point, you know, he was, you know, he, he was panicked, you know, like something that he had planned went, you know, wrong. He made a bad choice again. And now it, the threat of him paying for it is real. So, you know, he's he's got to get out of town. He wants to close the, you know, the loop with Marissa because he's just he needs that closure. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think his I mean, I always write it as his plan was he was going to invite her to Mexico. Well, oh, absolutely. Yeah. He was going to try to like right. get her to come to Mexico, though. I think he would have been fully ready to accept that she wasn't going to come. You, you know, do? Like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I do. Uh-huh. It's hard to say towards the end he, he where he a, can't like he needed see to say anything goodbye. but this i know but he had to say goodbye that was what he re- i think ultimately that's the very like he needed again closure he wanted yeah. that closure we all want closure though yeah. well, <laughs> I, I just feel that he nothing would have been good enough for him well i don't you know, think right her saying no i'm not going to come would he have taken that well i don't know no, he wouldn't have taken it well i'm not saying he would have handled it well and that the closure would have been great yeah. but he needed it, and he wasn't going to leave peacefully without it. Mm, right. um, and, you know, in a different universe, a different OC universe, we, you know, maybe that wouldn't have been the end of, you know, like the Volchuk marissa storyline. Right. Since you remember things that I seem to not, mm-hmm. as we're di- discovering in our relationship and just as we watch things, did you remember the scene of Ryan and Marissa in the model home when... Ryan says it's not over or do you mean you mean I'm not saying it's over not I mean nothing specific about that no I I I didn't necessarily remember that I think it's hard to really remember anything specific like that um with the crash at the end with the end end, so so. true it just your mind completely just goes to that yeah because Liz and I were talking about that and we got into it and how ultimately Ryan was pretty much saying that they probably would have ended up together. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, like, I think they both had, like, that always, like, oh, I feel very, like, when they could be not without the pressure of a relationship. Yeah. You know, they, they were great. Right. And I think they both understood that. And, like, they always just like, kind of fell back into friendship, you know, so. Oh, they're so good. It would have been a long-term thing, but, you know, like, when they were adults, I think they would have been good, you know. Yeah, yeah adults. Later, later in their 20s when they oh. both matured to the same point and. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. gone through college and yes. all yeah. that. Agreed. So we're going to go into our questions and comments. We're going to start off, as always, with our trivia provided by our trivia correspondent. She wrote us an email. She says, I can't believe we're here. Hope you're continuing to remain safe and sane. We made it to the end of season three. There's a lot of trivia for this episode, so bear with me. Nice. This is the highest rated of the season on IMDb with a rating of 8.6. It's pretty good. When Summer tells Marissa if she ever happened to meet a Greek shipping heir, that she had to be the maid of honor. This is an inside joke between the people that Marisha Barton hung out with in real life. Interesting. That is funny. Mary-Kate Olsen and Paris Hilton both have dated Greek shipping heirs. 
Really? Oh, good for that. So random. (laughs) Ryan offered Marissa a ride to the airport because you're the first person I met and I want to be there the last to say goodbye. At the end of the episode, Ryan is the last person that Marissa sees as she passes away in his arms. Sad. The flag scene at Harbor when they are graduating is the same as the cover design for the band Rooney's self-titled album. Oh, oh, okay. Interesting. Wow. Speeding Cars by Imogen Heap is ranked number 22 on OC Best Music Moments playlist. It's a great moment. Yeah. Chapters by Abogee is ranked number 23. Bustle did an article called 23 Songs from the OC that will take you right back to summer in 2000s California. Mm. Hallelujah is ranked number five in Speeding Cars is ranked number 20. When Ryan, Seth, and Marissa and Summer are playing Chicken in the Pool, we see Marissa's tattoo that she got when she was with Alex. Yes, Mm -hmm. I remember that. So Tish also provided some questions and some comments for us. She says her feelings towards Marissa have changed like you, Aunt. Yay. And a lot of people. Yay. Yay. In the past, her season three actions are stupid, and she remembered, like us, her spiral to be longer. Mm -hmm. After listening to the podcast, Tish loves Marissa, and she now has a better understanding of trauma and how people deal with that differently. Mm. All of Marissa's actions made sense to her now, and binging the show helps gain a more detailed experience and a perspective. I totally agree. She compares Marissa to Jen from Dawson's Creek. Wow, that's a throwback. (laughs) Aunt hates (laughs) Dawson's Creek. I couldn't even sit in to watch like one episode with you. But she says how... Jen and Marissa, how they age and perspective makes you change your opinions. Yeah, it's been a long time. I only remember Pacey and Joey, so. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Tish. Thank you so much, girlfriend. Thank you. Thank you. On Instagram, we have at underscore little ZJ. Jenna says... They love the flashbacks and the model home aspect, but they were mad and shocked by the finale. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, mad and shocked. Mad and shocked. Mad and shocked. Yeah. Those oh. are those are two that go well together. Great with this, synonyms. Yeah, the shock sets in. You know, like you get like you feel shocked and you're like, oh my gosh, and then like as and you're it, mad. You, then you start getting mad. Five stages of grief. Yeah, those yeah. Are, you go through the five <laughs> stages for sure. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go through this a lot in this one episode. Yeah, I know. Ugh. At N. Shelton 516, Nicole doesn't understand why Volchuk is Anne's favorite since he killed Marissa. Well, you know, it was, he didn't mean to kill her. He just, it happened that, you know. He didn't mean, you're right. He didn't mean to kill her. Yeah. But he did. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you know. And it sucks. Yeah. I mean, just put yourself in his shoes, right? All he wanted was a little bit of closure and he caused the death of her. Um, and now he has to live with that. Now he has to live with that. You know, he has he to live with really that for he, Yeah, That's you know? true. That's so, true. Yeah. Like imagine you killed somebody and you had to live with that. You love right. that person. And, you know, uh-huh. they wanted nothing to do with you and you accidentally killed them. Because uh-huh. of all of your life choices. That because of your made. bad life choices, you know, and then this and is just another. You couldn't, stop. you couldn't stop. And like, this you is just another, th- another thing. It got <laughs> to be too much. And, and now you're way, way too far deep and your whole life gone. Right. Nicole also says that the death of Marissa was spoiled for her. 
Ooh. Yeah, but she said in Wilmington. She remember she told us in Wilmington that yes. a character got spoiled for her, and oh. she didn't want to say who it was just in case like anyone was around and listening. But it was Marissa. Oh, How awful! Because if sad. you're one of the dime a dozen that doesn't know Marissa died, and then you find out, you're like shit. <laughs> yeah, right. So you, many, made it, though, you made it this far in life yeah. without knowing that. So many though know Marissa dies, just not sure how. How? how. Yeah, that's how I went into it. So yeah. Um, but Nicole said for her, didn't know exactly how. So playing playing it out and seeing it with Halloween in the background made her tear up. Totally. Yeah, it's um, hard not to. She also writes, Marissa seemed to be in such a good place and she doesn't understand why the writers couldn't have just shipped her off to her dad like planned, which mm-hmm. we talked about at the top of the show. Yeah. And then she's really curious about how season four will play out. And how Ryan will recover from all of this. She's happy that everyone's dirt is out in the open. And now Seth, Summer, Kirsten, Sandy are getting back to normal. Right. We're all hopeful for that. And thank- yeah. thankful for like our parents to be good right now. Because our foundation. They've been through so much in season three. Like one of the worst they've ever been in yeah. since on the show. And so it's good to have them like at a better place. And Seth and Summer... Let's get all the lies out in the open. Let's start fresh. They're starting fresh, at least. They everyone are starting everyone fresh. is starting fresh. Well, now with the death of Marissa, it like you kind of to. throws a wrench in it, too, yeah. because yeah. how everyone deals. At Salt Curly states that they're an OC OG fan like myself and found us through Tree Hill Talk. Yeah, little oh. baby. This show had such an impact on their life growing up and even had friends reach out to them when Marissa died to see if they were okay. Marissa is their number one. Um, Like us, Curly is viewing in their 30s and has a different perspective on the show since the first viewing. They really enjoy our take on the show and can't wait for season four. Ryan and Marissa forever. Forever. With a heart. Now... I'm kind of with you, Kiralee. <laughs> right? Because at the end of my notes, Anne, I wrote Ryan and Marissa are endgame. Or would have worked. Yeah, maybe. I know, it's it doesn't matter, but... I mean, they both might have changed like completely in college, you know, or in Greece. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It just... It could. It could have. You know, there's just a lot of unknowns there. Yeah. At Blair Tet, Blair says she's an OG watcher of the OC and needed a show to binge while in quarantine and stumbled upon our podcast in her rewatch. She said listening to us is like hanging out with friends and really relates to me in regards to her recent feelings on Marissa. She says she never hated Marissa by any means in this rewatch. She felt more connected to her than ever. So good. I'm so happy. She also stated, and this is such a sweet thing. So thank you so much, Blair, that... We girls are the friends a lot of us need right now. You're touching more people than you know. Oh. Crying. Wow. <laughs> wow Thanks. Blair. Thank you, Blair. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she signed it Blair, not Waldorf. So that's I did great. see that. And she wrote us a five-star review. She did. So thank you thank so much, you. Blair. That means more to us than you know. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Mike, our ice cream correspondent, Dell underscore Vasto, he's happy to see Seth own up to his words and that Dawn is making an appearance in this episode. I also was very happy about that. Yep. I also am super happy that they kept the same actress. Me too. Like that, that worked out. Yeah. yeah. You know? He brings up the fact that Ryan got a truck as a graduation present and he wants to know, did we get graduation gifts, Liz? Mm, I mean... 
maybe a pair of earrings. I don't really remember. For high school, college, I know my mom definitely got me a pair of pearl earrings. But I guess technically maybe my high school graduation present was a car because I did get it before the end of summer, before I went to school. So maybe that was my present. I got a laptop. That's a good one. That is a good one. Because I needed it for college. For school, yeah, you yeah. need it. And the, did you and anything? The last graduation gift I got was in fifth grade. Um, when I graduated fifth grade, I got Pokemon Blue version. And it was what? the best graduation gift that ever. That is the best. Yeah, that summer was awesome. God, oh, and see how much you remember it stuck with you. I was like, yeah, that, I remember <laughs> I was at Friendly's and they gave me the game and I was so happy and I had like the green fat Game Boy. Yeah. And I put, I, oh gosh. Good oh, times, oh, man. Oh, such a good game. Uh, anyway, uh, Mike says that in his class, someone got a new car with an obnoxious bow on it and everyone rolled their eyes. Ugh, I'm yeah, sure they did. Yeah. I, I practically rolled my eyes like hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> I got a car in my second half of senior year. Yeah, Michelle used to drive Sam and I to school. Yeah, it was the best time of my life. I didn't have to take the bus. My little white Toyota Corolla. Yeah. It's a great car. Yeah, I got a car, but I mean, you know, like it was like free-ish. I you know paid a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was free. It was free. It was free. I got it from uh, my cousin. There you go. Uh, Julie cheering at Marissa on graduation was devastating, and like Nicole. Would have been happy with Marissa going on a boat and then eventually going to college. Yeah. He can't believe they killed her off and he'll never get over it. Never. I don't think most people do. Yeah. I think, like I said, like, listen, I said, we're actually respect this ending. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll just miss her, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, I've had a long time to let it sink in. Totally. I mean, all these years. Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't really like her the first time around. So. Right. Um. You know what it is like. I think like just again with age, you just realize like how fleeting some of these things are, and yeah. how quickly it gets taken away from you if you're not careful, or even if you are careful, it just you know can just get mm-hmm. snatched up away from you, yeah. and you don't really feel that as a as a kid until you start seeing more and more sad things happen throughout. Right, your, and she was a kid, yeah, seventeen, eighteen yeah. years old. So, yeah. and yeah. even just us watching as kids, you know, it, you yeah. know, you don't realize it. So, yeah, you got to cherish it. He's happy that the Coopers got one last moment together and that Marissa stating she got the strength from Julie made Mike even more sad. Mm. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love the montage of Ryan and Marissa in present time and how they joke around with each other. The last scene was rough but acted out filmed so well. He thinks that last kiss by Pearl Jam would have been a good choice when Ryan is carrying Marissa but hallelujah is perfect. It's a good, that was a good choice. I, I know, was it's happy. really good. That was a really good choice, Mike. Thank I you, was Mike. now I'm, I was singing it in my head after I read it, and now I'm still singing it. In yeah. my head. I don't think I know the song. Really? Yeah. We'll have to play for him after. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Kelsey. Nick Burke. Kelsey says this episode was the first episode she ever saw. What? Thanks to a friend at a sleepover. I can't even wow. imagine. First off. Who the hell is watching this episode of The Sleepover? Well, if it was on live, you know, like... I wonder if it was on live. No, it was on DVD. It was oh. on DVD. It was on then DVD you... because it was after... I'm Sorry, I, we filtered through a lot of the things that happened, so... Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the questions and comments, I should say. So she said that it was at a sleepover where her friend brought over the season three DVDs. And everyone's like, hey, guys. And was like, <laughs> you know needed I... to show her this episode. What? And Why? so she watched it and was like... Okay, I mean, I feel sad, but I don't know any of these people. But then it made her want to watch it. So, That's good. That's and wanted good. to understand why these people were 
feeling this way. Yeah, so yeah. I get it. But That's... man, I cannot even imagine that being my first episode ever watching on television. It's like watching an episode of Grey's Anatomy, like a random one where someone dies and you're like, oh shit, and then going back and watching. Right. All of it. Just, just filling in the pieces as you go. Yeah, I can't. I can't. She also says that she made her brother watch this series and through and seeing Marissa die broke his heart, even though he pretended to be all macho at 17 years old. <laughs> it's cute. It's very cute. Yeah. At Carmen C. Williams, Carmen says that they were not happy with the ending because they believe Marissa deserved more. Yeah. Has a question for us. How would you have written Marissa's death? So listen, I discussed this in that I'm actually okay with how I'm she died. I'm content with how she died. Yeah, I don't know if I want to like rewrite her death. You know, right? Like, I would have been if she died in TJ, like that way, like having a drug overdose. That would have been really because it's self inflicted. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. the fact that she was getting her life together, like the irony of it all, I still think it's like poetic in a way that I wouldn't change it. I just wouldn't. Yeah. I don't Sorry know. for you all that don't agree. But I like how they did it. I do too. Yeah, I don't it think I want to imagine her death again. Yeah. Would you have liked to see the other characters' initial reactions to her death? Ugh. I think this would have broke me that even more. That would have literally killed me. Yeah, like a montage of people just no, like crying. Finding Julie? Oh, yeah. Julie no. getting the call? Like, On graduation? No. Second, no. Right after graduation? Nope. No. Nope. nope, that's too real. I nope. think they did that Pass. for a reason. Because yes. four opens up and months have passed. Yeah. Yeah. So... So luckily, we don't get to Spoiler. see that. Well, yeah, no, we're well, fine. Yeah, we're, we're good. Here. We already stated that. At the... <laughs> we said go watch an episode of four, uh, this first episode, and then come back. But yeah, I, it would have been even more heart wrenching, if not worse. They could have done it. They could. They could have done it with a song and a montage of oh. picking up Ugh. the phone and seeing them all cry. Oh, no, no. Come on. But maybe. Not that they knew Marissa, they knew Marissa was going to die, but maybe they wanted that aspect of like, let's just give still a little bit of mystery. But because to us, we know that she dies. Yeah, but Misha went on and confirmed but, and it. And then right after that, you're right, the right after that, I mean, Misha She went, went on and the message it. boards and confirmed that, she, oh yeah, no, Marissa's done, which I also feel like a fucking ballsy move. It yeah, is ballsy, well, she, but know, I guess she was know. out of contract at that point. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Like, whatever. That's true, but I. Yeah, no, I'm actually glad we don't see everybody's. Me too. Yeah. So glad. Because Ryan has to first make a call. It's just. No. Yeah, no. 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 Oh, no, 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 no. But thank you, Carmen. Uh, at Muse Chick, our girl Vic, she loved Taylor's speech and her moments with Summer and Marissa. Me too. I did too. The whole pool scene was sad because of what we know. Right. Heartbroken was the last thing that. Marissa says to Ryan is don't leave, mm. which is like gut wrenching. Like I said, and I've, I've said it, I said it to Lois and I said it to you when we were watching like every scene in this show was just like, ink, ink. Yeah. people are always Step. leaving her like Jimmy. Don't leave. Yeah. People always I mean, leave. He didn't have a cell phone. Leave. He didn't have a cell phone on him. I think it was in the car. I think when they flipped, that's what I was thinking about. I think when right, they flipped, right. the cell phone like was stuck in the car I and guess. then it was going on fire. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Right. Uh, never understood why people hated Marissa. And as much as she hates Volchuk, she can actually see how much he did care for Marissa right. this time around. Absolutely. Right. Good catch. Which yeah. it's, <laughs> good, good catch. <laughs> which it's true, though, because 
I feel like I finally saw those moments as well. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I was looking for them. I think, well, too. I, yeah, I mean, it's easy well, to off the cuff data. We're analyzing every little thing. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Plus, we have Ant to give us the, the reasoning, his mm-hmm. sound advice. So <laughs> that's true. I actually wrote the Volchuk character. <laughs> <laughs> It's me and Josh Schwartz. And 16 years old or however old you were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple of questions. Would you have gone with Jimmy if you were Marissa and not ready for college? Yeah, yeah, I think so. If I was not ready for college, yeah. I think I would have won too. Yeah. yeah I mean, it seems like a Especially little... after the year I had. Yeah. <laughs> right. Time to get away. Mm-hmm. Spend time with your dad who you don't really have a relationship with anymore because he left you. He's trying to make up for lost time, but it's also like, right. Jimmy, come on. What a f- pathetic attempt at trying to repatch your relationship with your daughter. Come peel let me potatoes. Just, yeah, let you peel potatoes. Let me just throw in a plane ticket to see if you'll come, like, knowing that she'll come. I know. Um, I know. But mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I would have. Yeah, I would have went too. And what do you think would have happened if Ryan and Marissa did pull over? Oh. <sighs> Because Volchuk at that point is so enraged, and he's drunk. He was, yeah, he was drunk. I he mean, I think punch the shit out of Ryan. I think. I think. I think you know, like there would have been some altercation. You know, I think maybe he might have cried. Um, <laughs> Volchuk. I don't think he would. Have yeah, cried. he might have cried. He I don't cried. think so. And he was so. He was. Just... He was drunk, and he was sad, and you know, he and I think he was. I think a lot of feelings would have been confronted at that point. If they would have just had a conversation. I think he would not be able to control his temper and the fact that he can't like get his volume down would make Marissa and Ryan like really have their backs up and would make him even more mad. Yeah, and he I probably th- would have punched Ryan and they would have gotten into a fight. And who's to say like they, they wouldn't have thrown Ryan in the middle of the road and him get hit by a car? I oh, think shit. No. alternate ending. Alternate, yeah, ending, alternate ending there. No, I, th- I think what would have really <laughs> happened was like, I think Marissa it was at a place where she was like, she was very level-headed. She was very zen. Yeah, she, you know, so, right. Yeah. Damn it. So I think <laughs> I think like that that energy would have brought the whole thing down. You know, like I really hope so. She might have been able to just talk sense to him. You know, called him Kevin, and you know, right. She doesn't call him Volch. She doesn't call him Kevin in this episode. No, she it's quick, a bull chuck. It went quick. Yeah. <laughs> Turn around. No more Kevin. Yeah. No, no more Kevin. So, I mean, if they would have pulled over, I think you know, like Ryan would have been like in the middle, and she would have just said no, and then they might have had a talk, and yeah, I think she would have diffused it. Right. And you think he would have accepted it? Yeah, I do. I do. To return another day. Vic also included her favorite podcast moments. I love this. I know. She takes up the time to actually like care about us. I Not know. that you guys don't. We know you do, but yeah. it's just it's sweet. So she starts with lists guessing what she can't remember and more unique <laughs> names for patron of the week. So creative. Oh, thank you. Anthony's songs for Patreon of the Week and After Dark, also loving all the advertisements and discussions of his love for Volchak. <laughs> Totes. Thank you. Michelle's annoyance with Seth is amazing. Consider he is one of her favorites. <laughs> also loving the new segment After Dark, After Hours. I love that we get to talk about it, not worrying about spoiling anything. Best edition yet. Uh, I totally agree. And the haiku for the episodes get better and better. Yeah. Always love Snack of the Week. Snack and drink of the week, and now the addition of scoop of the week. Hey, Mike, you have some amazing detailed scoops. Hope to hear more. Thank you, Vic. Thanks, Vic. So, so sweet. sweet. Thank you. At AAW3115, Alicia says that she loves all the core four moments in this episode and also loved Taylor's speech. What did you think about it? Yeah. 
loved her college. Yeah, it was she had a great valedictorian speech. Yeah, and the core four, in them in the pool, I was like from smiling from ear to ear. I'm like, oh, and so all sweet. the pictures of the four of them in their uh, cap and gowns. Yeah. I love the, the, that. Those were the ones that I think got me the most, like the the graduation, Julie, Julie and, and the, the crowd. Yeah. graduation, and John. John yeah. was the yeah. moms. Yeah, yeah, the moms. Yeah, yeah, no, it was that was very sad. I, I de- definitely had to choke back a lot of tears. You could have let him out. I can't really let out tears right now. I don't know why. And then I and then I just watched when Lorelai graduates from business school. Oh yeah. <laughs> and she like see her parents are so happy and she like changes her tassel to the other. I'm like, Ooh. And even Emily like wipes wipes her tears. Yeah. I know. Sorry guys, we're going on a, a Gilmore girls uh Glitzmore Gats. And calls it gets more what do you call it? Glitzmore Gats. <laughs> what? Every night he's like, I'm gonna put on the Gitsmore Glats. The Gitsmore Glats. I mean, to be fair, that name works much better than Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I mean, not really. <laughs> I feel like that's like how they talk. Yeah, so yeah, that's like Gitsmore yeah, Glats. Yeah, the, the Gitsmore Glats. Uh, Alicia doesn't feel that this was a fitting end for Marissa. Mm-hmm. So and that's the consensus for, for our <laughs> listeners. We're like on the outskirts but, here. But she does say that she thinks the character deserved way more than they gave her. Hmm. Hmm. I'm curious. Way more in the gist of one through yeah. three. No, right, and the also ending? the ending. Hmm. I don't know. She and, did a lot, and brings up the fact. Alicia, I always love your points. So yeah, blame. Let's blame Jimmy for her death. Oh, it's in his fault. Definitely funny because later on, Jillian also blames J- Jimmy for her yeah. death. I mean, how could how <laughs> she could we says not? it's a stretch? But no, it's she's stretch. the one. I mean, he's the one who presents this idea. I don't. I, I like it, no. It goes even further back than that. It goes back to him oh. just like leaving. I mean, it's not right. a stretch. You know, what I mean, goes like, back him, all the way him to leaving him leaving. Yeah, and the, and the discord that he he caused by just not being there. You know. Yeah. You know when you don't. You know. I guess I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But definitely not a stretch. Jimmy Jimmy's fault. Hundred <laughs> percent. I agree with that. Not a stretch. Also, while Jimmy might be my new least favorite character, wow! This, this past. Over Lindsay? Oh no, no! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, her. no, no. She like she's in like the deep, deep basement. You know, there's no way you can dig down. The basement. But, you know, like I, I, I know for a long time, like I didn't like Marissa, but like Lindsay was always underneath Marissa for sure. <laughs> okay, so, good like, to hear. Yeah, you can't get deeper than Lindsay, but like Lindsay's Jimmy, Jimmy's consistent. now on the bottom. Jimmy's on the bottom. I mean, like he's like a goof, but like yeah, no, he's awful. I, I don't know. I still, I still love, love Jimmy. Jimmy. I, s- I really love Jimmy. Nah, if he was like a real person, you'd hate him. Uh, but, mm, uh, well, you know, you'd hate him. You know, I like get he he just comes to you like oh he's like I don't know he's like he's like a drug addict. You mm. know, you can't trust him, and he just like bails and well, you know he's so good. flaky. He's very he's, flaky. Yeah, flaky. you know, incredibly just, flaky. In your life, he'd be that person. You'd be like, oh, Jimmy, great. Like I, you, nobody would want to get involved with him. Like you think, how many times do you think Sandy would have like do like a cockamamie plan with Jimmy before? Like he'd yeah. be like, "That's enough, Jimmy. Thank you very much." <laughs> That's good points, Anne. Yeah. Those are really good points. Thank you. But Alicia feels as though this episode is very sad and emotional. The first few episodes of season four are more sad because yeah. mm-hmm. you're watching everyone deal with this yes. aftermath. aftermath. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the aftermath is always the worst. Yeah. And then last but not least, before we move over to email, Alicia sent a bunch of questions over in terms of what is our favorite episode from this season, least favorite, MVP, all of that. We're going to do a bonus episode. Sounds good. With all of that in, because we're treating this episode differently, if you guys haven't noticed. We're not really going to talk about the whole season as 
as it is. We're just focusing on this one episode. It's just a huge episode. Right. Yeah, which is why they lit the candlelight vigil for Marissa <laughs> behind us. Not pictured here in the podcast, but it's, yeah, it, there's like, it's very dark here. It is very, it's really dark in this room, actually. <laughs> are you sitting in the dark? Yeah. yeah. It's fine. But be on the lookout for that. We are going to put that out. Yeah. So thank you so much, guys, on Instagram. List has emails to me. I do. So we'll start off with Lisa. To sum up her email, you guys sent us quite lengthy emails. We're super appreciative. So we have read them. We just yeah. summed up a few bits and pieces. So she says that she loved the model home scene and originally was anti-Marissa in the past, but she can recognize that she does have a good arc on the show. So another person returning. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Welcome. Jillian said she was in disbelief when watching the finale all these years ago and has only ever watched this episode maybe three times because of how unbearable it is. She can see Seth maturing when he clarified he was being sincere towards Dawn, which I said, okay, we're Mm -hmm. looking up. Mm -hmm. We're looking up. Uh, She cried at all the moments when Seth and Sandy had their talk, Ryan being supportive of Marissa's needs, every single scene with Dawn, graduation, especially Julie, Ryan and Marissa in the car ride, the model home, and the death, obviously. She says, going back to what we were just talking about with Alicia, Jimmy's attempt at parenting always falls flat. Maybe he's cursed, (laughs) but a lot of things he brings on himself. Another bad parent is Dawn, but the way Ryan handles her mistakes is incredibly mature and shows how he really loves her. Yeah, I mean, you know... But don't you think Dawn has made... she, yeah. The most change out yeah. of all the parents so far. Besides Julie. Besides Julie, opinion, yeah. Oh, Julie. Yeah. Julie is on the top. Yeah. I've- but I, you know, don't, you know, like, I don't know. I could, I, I still think Jimmy, Jimmy just is worse than Dawn for sure because Dawn had a heart, you know, she was, yeah, I mean, she was probably not a great parent, but she was for their entire life not a great parent. She is now like oh, like evolved a little bit yeah where jimmy just kind of stayed the same yeah jimmy got he like took he a tried. quick dive <laughs> in the early episodes and then just really never kind of you thought he was gonna do good and then you're just like oh actually he sucks i know yeah. and jimmy was and on the boat like, with oh, the I beard gotta go. i think it was Haley. just a tate thing though i was like oh man tate you're super scruffy and super I sexy know. true <laughs> no no but i i liked and i I will always enjoy Jimmy, Jimmy and Sandy in the lighthouse. Yeah. That whole, it never yeah, came out. It never it happened. happened. That was the best because, that was the best Jimmy, I think, because like he was like on the upswing and you thought it was going to work yeah. out and mm-hmm. then it kind of got derailed and yeah. then, you know. He was like the that. most motivated he ever yeah. was. Yeah. And now. Yeah. 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 She also states she believes Ryan and Marissa to be endgame. She took their discussion at the model home as proof of that, which Thank we talked about Jillian. before. And she hates that the rest of the characters got their perfect goodbyes. But with Marissa and Ryan, he had to watch her die and she's still bitter about it. Yeah. That's a good point. She says also, Heather not getting out of the car when Volchuk is drinking and driving. Maybe she's in love with him. Do you think Vol- Heather's yeah. in love with Volchuk? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ugh, definitely. She would be. Yeah, she's like you know? a groupie, you know, like she's, she's like, she. I, I mean, you know, I'm not, I don't really know anything about her as a person and her development, <laughs> but you there's can, not obviously, much. I mean, this obviously is... in her family, there's like neglect and. Totally. Oh, it always wants to go into the deep family. Well, no, but I you mean, know what? I appreciate that. I know. Because it shows we're adults. Oh, totally. Yeah. It shows that we're adults and we're looking at it from the whole perspective <laughs> yeah. of what are these kids? What were these kids yeah. like? What are their parents What's like? Your home life. <laughs> yeah, she gets in a car with a drunk driver. And, right, you know. and then she does say, "Maybe I should drive," and he's like, "No," and then she still stays in the car. Yeah, I've been know. like, "All right, well, if you're driving, drinking, and driving, I'm getting out of the car."
bars. You yeah. can kill me and yeah. yourself. Yeah, right? I mean, you know. But she doesn't. And she also says MVP is Ryan because he needs a win at this point and he always supports everyone he loves, including Marissa with her decision to go yeah. to see Jimmy. Yeah. So thank you, Jillian. Thanks, we'll go Jillian. over to Thanks. Wes. They say... Uh, Wes! Wes! <laughs> Wes! Wes! <laughs> that uh, there are definitely some shows and movies that are better binged going off of what we were talking about last week. And he believes that Mar- the Marissa hate stems from her always getting Ryan into trouble, whether she means to or not. And I think we've had that discussion. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to look at it, even yeah. though you know she means well. She, yeah. I mean, you guys have listened to three seasons worth of us talking about Marissa and how she always meant well. <laughs> just she... Her tagline. She just attracts. She means well. She means well. It's so true. We should get shirts that say Marissa. (laughs) She means well. (laughs) Uh, We have another email from 2012. So fetch. That name always gets me. They believe Marissa to have deserved better than the ending and was not tragic or destined to die, regardless of what most people believe. The fact that she was going to Greece and figured out her life negates that. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't believe it was her destiny. No. Yeah, well, you know, but also when you look way. at it a whole spectrum, you're like, I remember the first time watching it, I'm like, it makes sense. But it also, also it sucks to say it, that. It also, for me right now, it's hard to have the line between what was written and what was, act- like the the reality and the fiction part of mm-hmm. it. Because I know this is what the writers and everybody wanted. Right. And But what do I want from Marissa I haven't actually thought about what I want for Marissa. I'm just like, okay with the ending because this is what the writers wanted. And ultimately this is a piece of written television. Right. Totally agree. To follow up with that, apparently Josh stated that the decision to kill her was driven by the fact that the critics didn't like her. Um, and we'll post the interview that they sent to us on Patreon. So you guys can read this. It's so interesting. I can't wait to read that yeah. because I always, I have just read and I was reading that too. And like I said, at ATX TV festival, I talked about that. Like it was a Marissa. I mean, Misha Misha wanted her character to die. She wanted to leave the show and she thought that Marissa was pretty much right. But they presented it to her. It's not, I don't think it's like she was all of a sudden like, I want to be killed off. I think they were like, we could go here. We could go oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think for the outcome you of your think? character? And she was like, oh, no, totally kill her. Kill her. I don't want to be, I don't see Marissa just like floating off into the sunset. No. And yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. To- right. Yeah, and then, so that's like, why I was happy with the ending. Yeah. Because I don't see her just being on a boat, you know? Yeah. No. Right. And then and never then she, bringing her back. Yeah. I mean, because like, the, what the show was going to end and you were going to be happy that she never showed up again. No. Yeah. Like, no. No. Right. You, just I, you, you, you just have, you just prolong like your upsetness about how Marissa left the show. Yeah, because I felt that way with other things, but then also on One Tree Hill, you know. Yeah. But also understand the background of why. Understand it, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, They mention our changes in opinions toward Marissa and how culture has changed in terms of mental health and gender. We are more conscious of how we view things. We are more conscious on how we view these characters, which is so true. Uh, Marissa's flaw in being too nice and too naive to boys who don't deserve it. She's held accountable to such a disproportionate extent for Oliver, Trey, and even Ryan's choice to fight Trey. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Everyone is always hard on Marissa because of that, but these people made those decisions themselves. Yes, absolutely. And she's always getting the brunt of that. Um, it's also mentioned that losing any of the core four or main parents would have made a huge difference to season four. This show is built on Sandy and Ryan, Ryan and Seth, and Ryan and Marissa relationships that portray paternal love, sibling bonding, and romance, and how these relationships change a person. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they love Ryan and Marissa together and how their individual journeys conflicted with them being able to have a functional relationship. And if they had some more growth and time, they would have made an ideal relationship. Agreed. It was understated how Marissa was to the importance of the show and to make the show feel like the OC. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they mean yeah. coming to season four, sure. you missing a presence of Def- something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we also have Sophie. Why do you think they brought back Teresa? To me, it felt a bit pointless. It was so quick, and for a minute, she became a love interest of Ryan's again. Was it to ground Ryan a bit in the last episode where he? when he goes back to his old ways or of course for the who the fo- who is the father storyline i think just to bring back someone from ryan's past because we, re- we revisited yeah. dawn right yeah. and i'm glad that they do that yeah, yeah. Bring, well like bring back the past to show i don't know like growth and change. yeah to show like look people that you were with grew like it's time for you to grow up ryan yeah. right stop with this and nonsense. she does tell him you grew and marissa grew so you are different, but then ultimately you Ryan are, is still who he is to yeah, the core. And yeah. that's why she leaves. She's like, I have a kid right. now, so I can't, can't be around that. this. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like weirdly, like one of the least changed people is Ryan. <laughs> you think? No, yeah, just like in that in that regard where he keeps just getting himself into this trouble. Like he still can't get away. It's like it's always like always a risk to get in a fight. Like, you know, like really like you had to get involved in that. You know, Ryan really set into motion all the things that happen, not not so much Volchuk. Should see Michelle's face. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, just I, like just go back to the prom, call the cops, boom, the whole thing's done. Volchuk goes right. Go, Volchuk Ryan goes to jail. Takes it upon himself and, to and do right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I'm excited to because when we're done with this series, we're going to do individual character episodes that are bonus episodes. It's a teaser here, but I'm excited to talk about Ryan because. When Anne's describing how he really hasn't changed, in my mind, I'm like, wait, you're right. <laughs> he hasn't. <laughs> yeah, but then when I want, you know, once it comes to season four finale, will I still have that same opinion? I don't know. I, mean, I don't remember. I think Taylor does wonders. Yeah. For and yeah, I yeah. Th- yeah. I think, I think that statement I made changes at the end of four, if I remember correctly, um, and how I viewed Ryan. But okay. we'll see. We'll see. I don't yeah. Know. We'll see. We'll see. I can't wait to talk about each individual character. Yeah. Not to push the show, but no, no. I'm excited for that too. Right. All right, so some fashion in this episode. Let's go back to that. <laughs> I had Kirsten's blue robe. I liked the girls' purple gowns. That's like a, such a pretty color purple that you never, you don't really see. Yeah, I liked Caitlin's striped dress. I liked that too. Um, Julie's red and gold dress at graduation. I was just going to say that I love that dress, and I really uh, loved Taylor's hair when she was saying goodbye. It was like so. Yeah. Blown out, voluminous. Uh, an odd to Caitlin's collage of abs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked Seth's light blue collared shirt. Yes, I like that nice color. too. And also, I love Marissa's wishbone necklace, which, Lizzie, I would give for you. What? <laughs> what? Oh, no. <laughs> she threw it at the table. She to throw it. Yeah, what? it hit the table. But to... 
honor, Marissa. It's Tic Tacs. No, <laughs> yeah, right? I got us matching oh, wishbone this, this necklaces. This is so cute. I'm never going to take it off. <laughs> I know. I was going to put mine on. I'm like, but then it's she'll so see dainty. it. What if she asks about oh, it? Oh, we're going to take a picture and post it because yeah. it's really pretty. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Would you give me one? <laughs> In spirit. Yeah. Uh, okay. We got you the ankle bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Aunt wore ankle bracelets. <laughs> okay. Toe rings. Mm. His oh toes look God. like baby fingers. They're, like They're so long. Yeah, they are. Anyway. I don't hate them though. <laughs> Any... <laughs> I don't hate them now. <laughs> no, Maybe you know, twenty years ago I hate them, but not now. Any other fashion list? I think that's it. I really didn't take many interest in the fashion because of everything else that sure. was going on. Yeah. You know? Do you have quotes? Yeah. Um, you know it sounds like you were talking about Ryan and then let's just say I had a very my very own Korean barbecue. <laughs> I can't do hard time, Ryan. <laughs> Seth said that. Wondering if you can change my A's to B's. <laughs> Uh, Seth saying no cheer oh no Sandy goes no cheer but how about a hug oh yeah why does Sandy Cohen have to be the best father ever I need a new life I need a change you chicks and your opinions man yeah Bolchuk said that (laughs) I'm like oh okay if you really want to leave I guess I have to let you go Cooper family hug Cooper family hug I had that too Uh, the Fab Five pleasure being second circle court Mm. I'm supposed to be the spoiled one. None taken, biatch. That's my favorite one of the whole episode. Self-righteous, arrogant, and a little nutso. Spits talking about <laughs> Sandy. Yeah. That's all I have. Kirsten says, you always were an old soul to Seth. Which I'm like, yes, but also he's a child. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then Taylor, don't let the bastards get you down. Mm. Mm-hmm. Great send off. Great. Mm. I struggled here. MVP and shittiest? Yeah. I gotta think about my shittiest. My MVP is three people. Three people. That's my MVP too. I don't really, I have to, I didn't really think about this. I I have, uh, I don't really have a good. Do you have a shittiest? No. Do you have an MVP? No. You haven't. No. Okay. Well, listen, I I will say ours. I'm trying to fuse my three. Me too. Okay, so you can see so we this. all have MVPs. Yeah, all right. Actually, we have and, multiple and, and, MVPs, and, I'm, and I actually have I have two shittiest actually. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm pretty sure his shittiest are not, not part of our shittiest. shittiest. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, it could be. You, you'll see. Mm, you'll see. I don't know. The uh, MVP. Three, two, one. Marissa Donnelly. <laughs> oh, the parents. That's the a parents. good one, Aunt. Who'd you pick? Marissa Sandy Ryan. I chose Marissa Dawn Julie. Oh, Julie. She's so good, too. See, yeah. I couldn't pick. Yeah. Marissa, obviously, it's a given. I feel like she just went out with Grace, even though it sucks what happened to her. But, like, even in this whole episode, she's like, I am changing. I want to be different. I got this from my mom. I'm going to go and do something completely different. And, yeah. like, day one, Marissa, I never would have thought that would happen. Yeah. So much growth. Yes. Agreed. Sandy, great dad, great dad <laughs> stuff, you know? <laughs> and Ryan, he was happy this episode until the really end. Happy. You <laughs> know, so it was nice to see him smile. He was so happy. He was so mature with his mother. He was just, he was really super thankful for the car. He was going to take care of all the Volchuk bullshit. And then in the end, you know, he did whatever he could, but I know. that's it. Sad. 
So I have to go off that Don and Julie, because I did choose Marissa as well. Don for just showing up and being sweet and giving Ryan the car and showing that she is making growth she and she is. is trying. And Julie just was fantastic in this episode. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. proud. Letting Marissa go, being civil about it. I just absolutely loved her. Yep. Yeah, just the parents in general, I think, finally came together to be decent. Yeah. Just came together to be decent, you know. Long time of them all not being decent. Yeah. 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 Most of them. Right. All of them, actually. Yeah. All of them. Neil's done shit. Kirsten's done shit. Sandy's done shit. (laughs) Julie's done shit. Mm -hmm. Sandy's done shit. Yeah. All done shit. All of them. Yep. Finally, one episode. They're just celebrating their children graduating. So it was good. Sweet. Yeah. Shittiest, though. Surprised to see. I can't wait to hear. Surprised, actually. Ants two. Two shittiest. I wonder if it's like Ryan and Volchuk, and here's my philosophical reason. He's never going to pick Volchuk. He's never going to pick Volchuk. He's shittiest. I guess. Okay. (laughs) All right. On three. Here we go. Three, two, one. Volchuk. Volchuk. Oh, did he really pick Ryan and Volchuk? That's <laughs> mine, yeah. Shit, man. Wait, did you choose Ryan because you feel that he brought it on to himself? Yeah, I do. I think that he really set into into motion this whole thing, uh, you know, back starting a prom by just making that dumb decision. Mm. Um, and then, you know, Volchuk, like, you know, like, obviously, I don't know, there's a part of me that just wishes he could have articulated better you know, the reasons for him wanting to just talk to, you know, mm-hmm. to Marissa one more we time. We all wish that. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe not getting drunk, like, like to to go drive and follow them, like, would have been a good choice. Like, just made, if he would have just made just a couple of better choices, um, and same for Ryan, you know, Marissa wouldn't have had to die, and everyone could have gotten, you know, some sort of resolution. Do you think Ryan should have forced Marissa to not come with him to the pawn shop? And No, no, I don't think that... Um, forcing her to, to you know to do something has has that ever worked for no. Mar- no. against Marissa? No, and, has not. And Marissa, she made a fair point of listen. I brought Volchuk into yeah. our lives. Let me help you take him out. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, no, not not her fault. Not her fault. Ryan's Fucking fault. Volchuk, man, I'm just like thinking about that. <laughs> right, scene, it's like, killing me. Such an he like, like he and was, also he was really okay. Yeah, and also Ryan, Ryan could have just slowed down and pulled over. You know, I he, think he was trying to pull over. I mean, yeah, maybe, but he should, he should have did it earlier, and, that, and that's his. You know, like he wait. All, like there's this like dangerous curve coming up, right? And he's just it was like, like really I gotta maintain dangerous. Speed, no, you know? we. I know. I think about it that was too. super dangerous. Yeah, like, like he no. probably should have just pulled over, and I'm he sure that plays in his mind. Yeah, absolutely, and it should. Yeah. Sucks, it should. but all the reasons why you said Volchuk was shitty. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I wish he would have done better. Yeah. He could have, you know. He but, could have. You know, he's, but he weak, didn't. he's weak. He's weak. He's weak. He's in that very way. weak, and that is why yeah. he's a a villain and not a hero. Right. Just in your heart. He's Just a in hero. my heart. Well, you know, I don't know hero. Yeah. You know, I know like I anti hero, whatever. It's not maybe not the right way to I describe know, it. Know, you know, know, whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. All righty. Patron of the week. It's 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 patron of the week. Yeah, so this week, our patron of the week is Magnificent Mike because he is he did a Patreon producer episode this week. He sent us 
so many goodies from Canada that we tried on the podcast live. So sorry for your ears chomping around. <laughs> it was um, good. But they I were so good. good. Uh, we were just super thankful that you would even take the time to make us this care package with a, with a, a typed out note of why we should eat these things and what they compare to here in America. It was just, it was so sweet and we're really appreciative of you sending it our way. So if you're a Patreon pledge, go take a listen. It's a good episode. Chomping. So fun. It was so yeah. much and fun. delicious. It yeah. was delicious. Our uh, yes, favorite candy. was uh, all dressed chips because we can't get that here in uh, the United States that Wait, we think. What, what, which one was that one? That all was dressed. Thought? It was all the different seasonings on the chips. It's like, Sour cream and onion, salt oh. and vinegar, barbecue. The it's ones like you all. finished. Oh, that was that was the all dressed one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, those, those are, are very good, good, right? Yeah, those are very so good. good. Yeah. That so was like good. a cheddar sour cream taste. Yeah, yeah. they're like the really ch- really good. Cheddar sour cream, my fave. Yeah. So thank you so much, Mike. It's thank been a pleasure. You, yes. Wow, I think that's that's it. it. There's no wow. haiku this week because we're just wrapping this episode up. We're gonna be back on June 29th. I'll we'll have the bonus episode up. Of okay. season three. Sure. Of all the, you know, the fun stuff of season three that we we're going to talk about. So that'll be up for you guys on June 29th. We're going to record season four, episode one on June 30th. Don't worry. You don't have to remember all this. <laughs> we'll post. Just follow us on socials. Yeah. You'll find it. But ultimately, we will be back July 6th. Yeah. Season four season premiere. Four. Ah! Holy crap. Season four. Wow. Right now, Saying I'm almost it anticipating it more. Sad. I than know. I ever did when I, you know, the season three finale is like, oh man, season three finale, can't wait, I don't want to watch it. Now I'm like, ooh, four? I don't know if I want to watch it just yet because it's going to be super sad still. And also it's 16 episodes. Right, so and that's short. it. So, so short. It's super short. Yeah. I actually, um, I was watching The Wire in there, but before I queued up The Wire, you know, OC season four, mm. episode one came up and I toyed with the idea of mm. watching it. The Avengers. Yeah. That's the title of it. The Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not, though. Okay. Well, well nice. you'll watch with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Won't be far, far away. But thank you, everyone, for joining us this week and for listening and sending in your questions and comments. We so appreciate it. All the forms of it through Instagram, through email, through Patreon. We can't thank you enough. Uh, if you're an Apple Podcast listener, please consider leaving us a review, five stars and rating us. Pretty great. Uh, Blair, thank you so much again for your thank you. Apple Podcast review. On our next episode, we will read it. We saw that it came through on Chartable. Yeah. But it's not actually up on uh, iTunes yet. On, yeah. But thank you so much. We so appreciate it. Also, we've had a couple of questions about our After Dark segment. We are going to continue it for season four. So I know we're in the last season, but... We're going yeah, to still, still predict relevant. what's going to come because that's fun. Yeah. And I know some people watch week by week. So keep sending those after dark questions. And if you are new to this show, which <laughs> my goodness, please let me know if you are. And this is where you're starting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You, you'd be surprised. There are some people that just, I, oh, the new episode's out. I'll just go see if I like it. Yeah. But after dark is our, uh, we talk everything what's to come, spoilers and It's a lot of fun. So stay tuned after the credits for that. And we will see you on Monday, July 6th for the Avengers. After dark. After dark. dark. Let's talk. Let's talk.
After dark. All right. Wow. I can't believe this is where that's it. Yep. Are you, you going to read the questions? She did. Yeah, yeah okay. I am. We you know what's weird too. So we took a week off. Yeah. And I watched the I watched the finale to almost like a week ago at this point. And I was so like heightened, right? I mean, I'm still heightened talking <laughs> about it. But then the during the week I didn't rewatch it. And so I like I'm emotional, but it's not emotional. Like it doesn't hit me yet. Yeah. yeah. The you can fact- distance yourself from it. Right. And also the fact that like, wow, season three of Let's Talk O C is done. Yeah, that hasn't hit me yet. Either. We have a bonus episode, but that's a bonus. But that's I mean, that's it. Like I'm hitting we're it's going a wrap into on a, season three. We're going into season four of a new show. I mean a new uh season. Yeah. And wow. the last season. I know. Gosh. It'll set it's in all like, good, though. at like it's two o'clock in the morning. I'll be like, oh my God. Oh, well, in the shower when you do your best work. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but some ask, after dark uh, comments for us at Squishy Summer Breeze. That's a cute name. <laughs> they said they're enjoying the podcast and mentioned how excited they are for season four Taylor. Yeah. Because they true. love Ryan and Taylor together. Yes. Taylor was able to make Ryan truly happy mm-hmm. and he smiles more than he did with Marissa for the first three seasons. Absolutely. It's a tough statement. It's a very tough but statement. But I thoroughly enjoy Taylor. Yeah. Me too. As a character. And I thoroughly enjoy her with Ryan. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. what I remember that right. to yeah. be. I, so. I, just, I don't really have any specific memories of them. Me except either. that I just remember like Loving really it. enjoying <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I just, re- you're just happy. You're like, oh, it's just light. And yeah. yeah. No drama kind. Well, right. you know, sort drama, of. but no drama. Right. Mike says, Taylor saying goodbye to Seth and wondering if this is a way to cover Taylor in case she didn't return for season four. Yeah, we discussed that. He also wishes she didn't return <laughs> and would have been happier to see Anna become a main cast member. We do. Mm-hmm. We I can agree to that. I would love to see Anna become a ca- uh, main yeah. cast member. Yeah, I know. But, but then know. it would have just been a Seth, Anna summer thing you think they would have done ryan. like a love triangle thing again i, I don't know they, i don't know they wouldn't have done a love triangle but like how does ryan fit into that picture maybe you know? ryan would date anna i don't know i don't see no that way. But <laughs> no way man no because no, then we could have had like a random person that we bring into the season for ryan to date i guess that's taylor, taylor. and then it could have been taylor like taylor. we still yeah, kept her on that's true question if ryan didn't come to newport where do you think that our characters would be um, I mean, Seth probably would have just went to Brown and been alone. I think Were Marissa and Luke still be together? Would Kiki's intervention unsuccessful? I think uh, Marissa, she would have OD'd in TJ and that would have been it. Well, mm. uh, Mike mentions that in the Chris Wicca episode, they do say that without Ryan, Marissa would have died in TJ. Right. Yeah, they do say that. And Luke maybe wouldn't have cheated due to the fact that he was jealous of ryan yeah he uh, yeah i don't know they i her and luke would have fizzled out though yeah. real quick For, i think he was not have. mature enough to do that relationship and so the then fact he grew that and he moved so the writers wrote that marissa would have died in tj right that was means that she was destined to die early yeah. and that ryan ultimately gave her more life more yeah, life long, longer time, time. oof Ooh, light bulb. That's freaky. I actually just got goosebumps. Me too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's freaky though. Borrowed time. Like right. So the writers always had that destiny for her. Well, I, maybe I think they, well, sort in writing of. this episode, they're like, let's 
make it so it works that right. Marissa's destiny was always to die. Maybe not starting out, yeah, no, right, right. But yeah. let's just make that work for how it is now. Yeah. And it does work. I mean, that makes sense when you put yeah, two and two together know, like, like that. You, like, I don't remember that actually. So I, I'm oh. excited for that. And Christmas is my favorite episode because it's so wonky and crazy. Yeah, yeah I'm excited for that. So one. fun. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Lisa in her email mentioned Sandy and Kirsten's baby. Which we did not forget. No, we about. did not. Michelle and I still talk about it. We just Sophie. haven't talked about it on mic. <laughs> yeah, no, we always remember Sophie. Yeah, the Sophie. little baby. I think Sophie just Cohen. because so much other things happen, we're at that point. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah and it's such okay. a light thing that yeah. happens randomly. Does it happen towards? It happens. I thought it happened in the finale. Finale, right? And then we have like the flash forward because they moved to Berkeley. They moved to the house, right? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Because the Cohen's house. Is destroyed in an earthquake. Yep, yep. And, uh, and <laughs> you see my face. Like, I just spoil big things. You're no, I don't. Yeah. But you didn't spoil it because I have watched it at one point. But and the people wow. that own the house were like in the first episode or early episode. They were actually, I th- believe, they were casted as waiters. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited though. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm remembering that all correctly. Yeah, yeah you could be like, remembering it. No, no, but they their Cohen's house is destroyed in an earthquake. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, and yep. then they move up there because they want to live in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And, and they come across that house. They and come then... across the house, yeah. And doesn't Seth and Summer get married in the backyard? I th- um, yeah, I think so, maybe. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sweet. Lisa's also looking forward to seeing Che. He's so great <laughs> in the worst way. He is insane. Yeah. I remember him being incredibly annoying and I just wanted him to leave. That was just my opinion. No, he, like, he like there was like weird. it started off like he was annoying. I was like, oh, what's this guy doing? And then I, I kind of I, I remember liking him, you know, with the otter. The otter. Does, does he the mess otter with with Seth, with Seth Ummer's relationship? Yeah, doesn't he of. have but a crush on Summer? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. In this weird way. Okay. And then he crushes on Seth. In that yeah, because of the they oh, like the otter. The thinks, otter. Yeah, but then you know it turns out it was this girl. But yeah, he does. He does kind of like get so in the middle. Weird. Of, that episode is so weird. Yeah, I wonder if all there's lots of weird parts. Yeah, in this season to come. Mm-hmm. So, Jillian feels as though Jimmy was the reason for Marissa's death, which we yeah. spoke about going Agreed. off of what um, Mike said about Marissa dying in TJ. If Ryan never showed, she thinks season four would have been the last, regardless if Marissa died. So feels slighted by them killing her off. Mm. She would have felt and loved to see the fork the core for get a happy ending right mm. i can see why she feels slighted i mean yeah. it's obviously the consensus is people didn't they thought marissa deserved better than what they gave her if you're gonna do mm. one more then do one more right. you know yeah i guess uh vic last but not least is excited for all the new locations and getting closure with volchuk in season four mm. and so excited for I, taylor yeah i do like the beginning of season four it's yeah, it's cool. Well, that's when Volchuk is mm-hmm. still around, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Makes I sense. Totally disregard. I don't know how I forgot about that. Yeah, like that's it. Like this is the end of Volchuk. This I don't episode. know. And I don't he know. No, I know. But like, it's such a huge moment that you're like, oh, you want to be done with Volchuk yeah. after that? But you're mentally, not. Mentally, I just wrote him off. I was yeah. like, cancel. Bye. Nope. <laughs> He's around. And that's it for After Dark. After Dark. I'm excited for our bonus episode. Me too. I can't wait to dive into all that is season three and tally up our MVPs and our shittiest. Yeah. And And also to just look at um, 
Marissa? What my, no, but also what my favorite episode was. Yeah, that's going to be hard. I really have to like look. I also felt in season three, not to get into it because we will get into it, but the whole time we were waiting for it to get bad. Yeah. And we kept saying that every week. And like, it didn't oh, really. Waiting for this to get bad. Oh, waiting for this to be the fuller episode. And every episode, I'm like, this isn't so bad. There, I think we... Yeah, I think we put a lot of pressure on it to be bad because you're always saying, oh, I, I don't go back to watch three because it wasn't my favorite. But it's like really wasn't so bad when in hindsight when you look at it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just because like not enough happens weirdly. You know, like a lot of stuff happens, but like, right, I don't like, know, like well, I can, I don't know. You go back, you watch. I don't yeah, but know, don't you think one know. and two were so jam packed? Yeah. Yeah. So three. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, no. there's like a lot of things in in one and two, and then like just for whatever reason, you just don't go to three. Mm. Why don't you ever like want to pick a random episode in three? Oh, I think because it depresses me. Because yeah, I know the whole time what's coming. <laughs> right. That's why. That's why. Yeah, probably, it's just yeah. because it's depressing to to watch it, knowing what happens. Yeah. And there's there's definitely sprinkles of happy moments throughout mm-hmm. the season. Yeah. But overall, you always know in the back of your mind, like, right, well, like a happy moment yeah. for Marissa. You're like, well, it's ultimately sad it's because sad. she dies. I mean, we she did two teens died, mm-hmm. right? And like we said, Ryan witnessed two teens, and he t- and he witnessed both of them. Yeah, which sucks. Poor Ryan. If he didn't need therapy already, he really <laughs> needs it now. I mean, they all need it. Yeah, yeah. Johnny. Johnny, it feels like a lifetime ago, though. Yeah, it, do- it really no. does. Because like, I just thought to myself for like a second. Were you like, oh. who are they talking about? No, 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 no. I knew who they were talking about, but I was thinking about like, I was like, wow, Johnny is this season, and it right. just feels like forever. And ago. it wasn't even that many episodes ago. That I think that is where like I'm like, I don't want to watch season three. It's right from of that moment on, it gets depressing. All the no, way like down. I, I don't. Even I've asked like, you this though, Johnny or Johnny. Lindsay. Well, Lindsay, but Johnny is, you know, Johnny's there. Like, like Johnny's, okay, so it probably goes, like, on the bottom, way, 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 way bottom, Lindsay. And then, like, up a little bit, Johnny. And then Jimmy. Mm. You know. He's changing his bottom five. Sort of. It's, like, Yeah, I guess, I, I guess I do have to JJ. Do yeah, when we wrap the series, we're going to have to do our top and bottoms. I yeah. know Carmen sent it, so we will go through that. Don't worry. Yeah. I just want to do it all at once. Yeah, it'd be easier that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening every week. Thank you for sticking. I know that you're here. That you're here. Literally after dark in the dark. We're in the dark. We're in the dark. It's <laughs> Super You know, depressing. we're in a depressing time in the world right now. Yeah. <laughs> and now Marissa Cooper is dead, so it's even more depressing. Yeah. But we're excited for season four. You know what, though? I'll leave with this. It It's really twisted for me to say, but it's almost like, well... We're now past that. Yeah, yeah we and are. I no and now longer have things. to be stressed out and anxious about Marissa. Yeah. I know. Even though she, the way she but died. But they, then they do mention her. It's not like she's gone. No, they do mention her. So it would be nice, but also I think it would be even more sad from now on. Probably it's going to get rough. Yeah. yeah Seeing Julie, I think would. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, guys. Until next time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.